0: Edition of Fit Podcast. I'm Matt. Me as always, Big John Stud. Got Wild Bill, and uh, hey, J Lo's here. What up? He's back. I'm back you. Ed, did you successfully conquer your beer drinking challenge on vacation? Ninety six. Ninety six. Four, four shy. Four, 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 shy. Shy. four shy. So yeah, I,
1: I woke up. Uh, That's a bump, bump,
0: a bump right there. I, I
1: woke up Sunday with a, 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 a terrible migraine. Popped one of my migraine pills and passed out basically till we had to drive home. So Wow. I had the time to do it. I just I was in no shape to actually do it. Do this man. Do uh, this man.
0: How many
2: days was that? A week.
0: And with us we have a very I special mean, guest with us. Uh, okay. a very, very good friend of ours, childhood friend, now successful entrepreneur, the creator of the Ultra Skiff three sixty Watercraft, the man, the myth, the legend. Jeff Lizio. Well, thank welcome, you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you, well, thank you. Thank you very much. Don't think I didn't thank forget, you forget introducing you, but we're just so excited because Jesse had this very steep agenda of like drinking 100 beers in a week. I felt confident he was going to do it. I really did. I would have been able to. Do it. I thought sounds, like, it
2: sounds very dual. Did like, you plow? Well, if you
0: manage, you know, water,
1: food, stuff like that.
0: It, it, it does. does. It like,
2: like you
1: could be fine. Yeah. But It's still like 15, 16 beers a day.
3: I mean, so how many of it? How many of the '96 were were It Depends on what you do. It does.
1: Probably in the, the '60s. Okay. '60s which is,
0: very, which is very believable because I, the other day, I I had my first experience with natterdays, and it's it's a crushable beverage. Oh my god! It's very crushable. It's deceivingly tasty. Yeah.
1: It's very deceivingly tasty. And it it won't like fuck you up and give you like a real bad headache. Nah. It's it pretty pretty
0: fruity? It's fruity, uh, but 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 you would think it would be like like fruity, like syrupy, like malty, like, like you know you get that click in the back of your throat after you get like three of them in that like a lot of malt you know that fruity stuff, that, but it's like really mild and yeah. almost like on the tardy side of, of of fruit. So it's not it doesn't taste like it's like a, it's
1: a beer shandy. Yeah. yeah. What what beer was that? Natterday. That natural light, natural light with strawberry lemonade.
3: That's probably That's good. <laughs> no, yeah, the strawberry lemonade was like a sound. That. sound Jeff, imagine taking.
0: Day. Remember the Keystone days? We used to crush Keystone. when We were back yeah, in the yeah. day. Oh, yeah. Take a Keystone and put like, like pink lemonade in it. it
1: it's actually good for the summer.
0: Do you put? Like do the, you use ice it?
1: No, you like just, ice. just. Nah, you it's cold. it's a light
0: lager with like a, like a yeah. like a. A little bit of sweet, a little yeah. bit of yeah. tart,
1: yeah. But it's just perfect. enough that you don't taste that it's natural light. Yeah, yeah. It actually
2: sounds like it would be really the, good the can on can a hot it, summer day. It's it suns me. down.
1: The the can probably drink the, a ton of them. Never oh, had yeah. them personally.
2: The yeah, yeah.
1: can is yeah. pink and yellow with pink flamingos
2: on it. It's absolutely obnoxious. Wait, are you saying that this is a product that comes packaged like that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought it was something that you're making yourself. Nah. Oh. No, no, no,
3: this is by this the the brain trust over at Natural uh, Ice.
0: Which like, is uh, uh which is
3: a bush? Is it is bush? a bush and bush. bush. Yeah, it's Correct. A bush product. Yeah. And now uh, they might be owned by the Chinese though. I don't think Americans have Anheuser Bush anymore.
2: Um, no, it's the the, the, Dutch. the Dutch. The Dutch.
3: Yeah, I believe. Sorry. Uh, yeah. No community
2: beers in this country. No. <laughs> yeah, in Bev. yeah, in yeah. <laughs> yeah. big, big conglomerate. But I'm surprised that they make that. Oh here here, I got a picture of it right here. We brought up a picture in the There you go. Satter days.
1: It's uh yeah, I mean we were there for a week and I just like a damn good idea it's great marketing when idea, it's like right, 85, right? yeah 85 Smart. 90 degrees out crush it's, a couple of them i would take five to the beach with me i
0: was very skeptical yeah. yeah but i was at a uh, a work event ironically and uh you know we're in the advertising business so. so we we drink we drink yeah we're you know we're a bunch of drinkers and um it's uh you know we, we got a, like a i don't know a case of it not a case maybe a 24 pack of it so I was like, you know what? Now's the time. Just give it a whirl, and they were surprisingly really tasty. Yeah. I also that beach you. shorts. If you get <laughs> beach shorts.
4: Yeah, there's a, there's a pair of Natterday. Uh, oh, on shorts, Amazon. Amazon, Amazon. It's launching
0: the Amazon app as we speak. Delivered to Heidi. Prime. Yes. I got the Prime account all all <laughs> on lock. Oh my god, those are actually amazing. <laughs> It, it, they look like something that the liquor store would be
3: giving away, though.
2: You know what I mean? Do we have? Do you have any?
3: Do you have one? I don't have I uh, I don't be keep, nice I to don't have keep any. Right I know. We should have thought I ag- thought ahead. Get yeah, some we have Poland Springs. We'll get the internal water. Yeah. Yeah, Minus got- the Poland. We have spring water in
2: bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've got to put <laughs> it into
4: the sump pump and put your
2: bottle there. <laughs> so i got to tell you guys, this is a nice uh, setup you got here. <laughs> Appreciate it. I, that. I, I guess so the, the listener can't see the, the awesome studio that we're in. <laughs> I, I gotta I gotta say I'm, I'm really impressed with with the layout here. We focus really on good.
3: content at this point in the uh, in the uh, maturation of the show itself. The, you yeah. know, Jeff, we
4: say that you know Apple started in a garage. Mm. We're gonna start a basement. Up, good
3: enough Jobs. The sound is nice. It does. I mean, and, you know, and, bounces and, off and, the concrete and, really nice. And the carpet <laughs> really ties the room together. It yeah. keeps us cool in the in the summer, and then in the heat in the wintertime. What we'll, you know? The, it we'll is cool down it out. now. We've got some we've oh. got some new tables that we're going to be putting yes. together after this episode
0: you know, to yeah. kind of help. I'm, I'm noticing. It's the now. beginning of the of the sprucing up. We got the 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 dudes rug here already. The rug's nice. Yeah, the rug it ties. Just a yes. quick
2: question: I, I, it, Are those tables going to be used in the fantasy football we draft? Can yes, we can. Okay, we good. To, yeah, good. To, yeah, because yeah, I think Matt, um, yeah, did we get the I think that'd be really nice. Yes, yeah, you know, so we have the Divide. We're going to do like an L we're or It kind of has like a mid, medieval look to them, too.
3: Like, it should. I feel, I feel like this year should almost be candlelight only, but I, I like that. I, I mean, in fact, that brings up
2: an interesting topic I was I going right to talk about today. Go right ahead. Well, I was just talking about, because I am in a fantasy football league with you guys. You know, Correct. We, we grew up thing. together. in 11th year. Uh, Going into our eleventh year, I can't divulge too much of these. You know, the idea that I want to talk about. Oh at, at yes, not speculation, not yeah. a well, Dom, rampant speculation. Well, Don does not want me to give out the. I don't want to know it either. Yeah, and he I, doesn't want me to tell, say what what we're suggesting. But I will say this: is that I've noticed the trend in our league. You know, it's it's comical, it's funny, it's over the top. You know, but. A lot well, of passive aggression. As, as we're all getting older, it's starting to kind of take sort of a secret society type oh, of a vibe to it. Are you noticing it's, this? It's,
3: it's very there. There are cliques within them. You Jeff, almost, it took you eleven
2: seasons to notice that there, it's a secret society and well, that there are cliques. Well, here's 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 why I say that is because there's ceremony involved in right. our league. You know, yeah. we keep adding like, oh, let's do this, and then let's do this, and it's all it it's, it's all pageantry yeah yeah but i think the uh, i think that's the key that it's starting to trend in that direction and that maybe we should just keep pushing it further
3: i think well, if you're not going forward you're going backwards that's I right think where you're at is i think it's going to be met with applause and yeah i hope unanimous excitement <laughs> i only hope that, well, Arf, that rat doesn't try to bogart what you think because there's some back channel talk that uh god thinks he's going to come to the table with, table with something but I'll tell you, you know, I think I think we all know where it spawned.
2: It's a pretty, it's a pretty unique league. It Not is about it.
3: It's, it's one of those that you know these guys are in a separate league that we have a draft in which yourself is also in for tomorrow. But it's the B league, but it's the same time. It's, it's the G league of the Berlin <laughs> league. Although, it's, although it is it's a just very, just it's a competitive, moving up. It's moving up. It's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's very up. competitive. I'll tell you. I mean, they're really the first year we did it. There was definitely I felt like a lot of guys that just showed up on draft night and just. Started picking off the sheets and whatever. Yeah, but I would say the last two Jesse winning last year in Echo, congratulations. Um, I thought I had you that. You got one. that. You got that boo sound effect up still? <laughs> you, know, you, you were at the most dominant team. What you were? What eleven and two last year? Yeah. yeah. You, you won the mm-hmm. Cold Spear Show on turf, which this year you can't, probably can't re you know recreate. Mr. Luck calling yep. it a day. Yep. Yep. Good thing that happened. The good thing we did the late, the late, late date. It does. I really like it because it also were after it cuts you know because there's going to be some guys that i know friends have drafted that are going to be cut so it's you know but we but we stand firm in this league with no waiver wire before week one because we are men of honor Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that can be debated so 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 for (coughs) listeners trying to put together the pieces here
0: (laughs) between the five of us we have two fantasy football leagues that are highly competitive and one is the we call it the ACO league um AKA the Viking Mafia, AKA the G League, because uh, it, for some of us, because the other league is the Berlin Fantasy Football League, which the is creme baby, de la creme. which is the, mm-hmm. the eleven year league um, that
3: is compo- comprised of all pretty much guys that we've known each other our entire lives. You have to have traces of your blood to Berlin somehow. There yep. must be lineage we can track. Yeah, at some point, and if, and if not, fill blood in Berlin, and if, and if not,
0: we <laughs> cut your hand and you and your blood drop, drops and lands on Berlin soil, and
2: then you're in. Long and coming will fill your blood if you're going to be in this league. Well, you have to actually let some blood out into the blue on the in the stream under the blue bridge. I yes. mean that's part of yes. it. Like, right. I I think we're right. already going yeah. too yeah. much into rituals. Uh, <laughs> we don't want to oh, we will back up
3: a little bit. Yeah. 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 we've just been like sworn to secrecy these things don't happen. We were uh, on but, today.
0: But we are on the eve of the weekend of both drafts. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of excitement, a yeah. lot of anticipation, a lot of shit talking. Yeah. Jesse, you are you <laughs> are the champ this year. Mm-hmm. My my I texted my brother Eric uh, today who is not happy about giving the belt away, especially to you. Mm-hmm. He's like, I guess I'll bring the belt. He so has up. to. Fuck that guy.
3: <laughs> now, he just he, had, him, just he get that door it, without it. He had nah, a nah, dominant nah, team. He was dominant. Nah, I, mean, yep.
1: I beat the brakes off of the league. Yeah.
3: I... I and he, wow. and I don't like hearing that, but it's factual. It is. I mean, it's, I, I, we knew this week was common, in and too. week out, it was like it I was literally I, like well, why even bother setting a lineup because I, Jesse's coming to town. It was the perfect storm.
1: Well, yeah, I, I think I outscored the league by almost two hundred some points.
3: Easily. I mean, it was it was it was comical. The games. I think I, you know, I mean, yeah. it, it, it was impressive. You had an impressive squad.
1: There were a couple games I won by fifty. There was one I won by eighty five. No, it, it was
3: most games by halftime. Jesse's uh, cutting the grass in the backyard because the game's over. So, but and myself being a two-time yes, two-time Berlin champion <laughs> reigning, it feels good to be back on top. You know, some of us who have won before feel comfortable being at the top. And I think it'll you know it it'll be a good time. at a ceremony. I want to share good times with all in the draft. I want to laugh. I want to cry it's been an emotional run these last ten years.
2: Sure has. The,
1: the best is when you see like people post up, like what, up, like the losers of leagues end up having to do is their punishment. Those are always those videos are always fun. I saw one this week. The loser of this league has to go out and sing the national anthem.
3: Like, like finishing last place or like, championship loser like, league. Like no, like okay, dead fine. last, the okay. dog. So
1: this not guy, a bad idea, so. this guy to one up it, he goes outside and he's singing the national anthem. And I guess he had a friend that had like a, a small plane. And he did a flyby oh, so over the man. house.
3: <laughs> oh, okay. like So, so okay. as
1: he's singing the national anthem, here comes his crop duster, like barreling over the house. And There's a few airports nearby. But, yeah, like, I, feel like we, I feel like we need to do that. But then again, you have to be in a league with people that will actually honor those bets. When Very so true. I'm not the one that walked away from a bet, John. Wow. Wait, what? I grew of
4: bets. the fucking mustache. Asshole. No. I grew Speaking, yes, I thinking did. Thinking bets, I grew the mustache. Was
3: there a bet if you didn't drink 100 beers? I'm going to say yes. now. No. I don't, yes, no. No, okay. I don't think was, okay. was. there was. There was just... But
1: how do you fall for short, bro? Again, because I woke up the next day with a, a migraine, I just couldn't do it. Man, if you weren't bamboozled the one day. Absolutely. I was absolutely bamboozled. You would have had a, like 115. As soon as Matt
3: told me, what, it's, I was like, this sounds fucking shady from Jump Street. Why would you leave the beach to go to Camden? day so my and no i had the backstory but yeah so i'm like all right it's in camden
1: there's it's going to be like some good ass soul food or something no it was like a food truck giving out really shitty the a lunch, a no it was like a burnt hot dog and like cold baked beans and like
0: i mean, as we're sitting wow, here i don't, I don't know think, how you put that together no Camden and great food no, I mean they're really, they're <laughs> yeah. when I think great food, I think Camden. Jamaican jerk chicken. I've never in my life
2: ever heard anything related to food from Camden. I actually never, never heard of anything no good relating to Camden. No
3: culinary, no. exquisite restaurant. Not in our lifetime. Any nothing Some good fresh comes out fresh of Camden. Delaware blue crab. Especially yeah, much. right.
4: You know, I haven't, I haven't actually been there, but
2: Donkeys' place. Donkeys! Oh, donkeys. I have heard of that. Donkeys. Yeah, what is? I mean, I right. They, they donkeys. do they do. Uh, they do the cheesesteak, but it's a sandwich. It's on a Kaiser. One. It's on, it's a, on a, a Kaiser. A Kaiser. A Kaiser. Yeah, I, I but it. there's yeah.
0: also one in Mexico. That's even very yeah, but appealing. But the, the but still, difference,
3: the mean, difference is the one in Canada. They came in for a fucking cheesesteak. Yeah, a round cheesesteak. Way to go. Good job, congratulations. The
1: one in Canada. The bar, the bar is old. The cooktop is old, so it's just like one of those like seasoned cast iron pot type or pan type things. The bags. one in Bedford, like, no, the one in Camden. Yeah. So like, there's like onions and grease and everything that have been cooked into that thing for probably half a century. So it just tastes
0: good. Okay, but overall, we would boo Camden culinary. There's so many times, you know, just living in South Jersey and going there for. You know concerts and stuff, and you just take a wrong turn. And you're like, oh fuck! How did I get? I candid? worked there for
3: ten years. That's where my office has been for the last ten years. My dude, yeah. Two cups. I, so drove, I don't uh, go there daily. But I it's... drove a uh,
2: Mister Softy truck in Camden for a couple of times. I remember you, oh the Mister Softy guy. Yeah. <laughs> just I had by. A, I did Woodland Fairview.
3: Fairview, that's that, that that's no joke. I used to do work up there. Fairview was like. Fairview's, Fairview's kind of scary. Like, Colesat, yeah. Colesat, that's I, it's like, weird. It's,
2: it's because the houses are like they. They have like a, a their own unique look. They're like townhouses, outages, yeah, those kinda. little brick townhouses, but yeah. they're like
3: crunched and they're all just run down. It's really, run it's really like it.
2: weird. It's like being in With like, a, like a scary out a Disney ride when you're driving around. And because it has like looking, like, it's like a, it's like a yeah. different world. It's like a haunted ride. Yeah, that's, like where, that, they, yeah. that's where they that's
3: where then the park about seven eight years ago where they got the big prostitution bus, where they busted like, hundred lawyers and doctors from Cherry Hill and Haddonfield getting handies and blowies from hookers, like their Fairview Park. Mm-hmm. Where was the address back? <laughs> it's uh, 777 College. I mean, I don't know offhand. I've Bill, only heard these Bill's things. Bill always has the intel on places this. getting busted for, for happy endings and stuff. <laughs> it's one? like, it's like, the <laughs> not Like breaking the news. news. The Ashland oh, Mall. Ending. The The Ashland Mall. The Ashland Mall got popped. That <laughs> really? The Ashland recently. What's left of the But you know Mons? what Thor used to be? It was the old Sam Goody. Oh god. I used to work there. They turned that into like a, it's been ten things since then, but now yeah. recently
2: it was a massage parlor. Oh nice. And they and it was closed. I've actually been to an Asian massage place in a mall, um, probably a few times in the past two years. One near where I live in Florida. Yeah, I have. No, and and, and, and my purposes was that just no, back massages. Surgery? Yeah. yeah it mean, was like my back was hand, hand in stone or corporate. Takes. Yeah. Was it the and same
1: one Robert Kraft was? No, no it was <laughs> <laughs>
3: No, but listen. You no. do live in the
0: Florida area. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Fort <I> tables <laughs> And no, I. Jeff walks in. Hello, Mr. Kraft.
3: <laughs> I'll just get it. you come
2: back. <laughs> it, was, it was a pretty nice. It was a pretty nice massage, and uh, but in all the massages I've gotten at this Asian massage parlor, I've never once felt like they were indicating anything. No, I know what you mean because it's yeah. like, uh, like like wait, wait, wait I always see Yeah. I, like, I, no, I no, always oh, hear oh, these oh. stories, you know, people getting yeah. happy endings and stuff. I got no indication that there was going to be anything happy happening. Because it's it's like everything else. (laughs) They didn't give you, like, the wink or the nod or... Well, I mean, just that I was, you know, I kept my receptors open. Like, you know, like, does this stuff happen? And no. Well, it's not like you're going in there looking for it either. I wasn't.
3: Maybe if you were looking for
0: it, maybe you would put off Uh, a vibe. You're right. You're right. That's a
3: good point. A vibe or if you. Roll over and you're pitching a tent. And pitching a tent. <laughs> Maybe that's the sign. And, and, you give, have... <laughs> and you give a head nod and a wink, wink. And you pull out another twenty. I think we wow. could break the language barrier. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a
0: little bit. Uh, let's segue back to
3: uh, sports.
0: Silly booing in, in sports. I know that there was some uh, chatter, chatter. Uh, you know, in the in our group chats about. How
3: Philly fans boo too much and boo for it's just a lack of
1: etiquette.
2: It is a thing now.
3: It's it's like trendy now, and I get your point, John, when you say everybody. John's got something to he's say. He's already got something to say, and you know, I'll give the mic back to Matt because I know what he's gonna say. I like the booing personally. Thank you, Joe. It's, it's 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 overdone. I'm not trying it's to say like there's not times and it's not needed. I feel like there's times when you boo somebody, but Jesus Christ, it's 162 game season, and game 20, you're getting booed. It's silly,
2: and it's still happening. This week, it was happening. We won, I won a mean, Super Bowl. Yeah, but here's the thing: I think it's funny, right? And it's kind of like um, it's kind of ridiculous, and I think that's what makes it so endearing. I don't know. That's just, that's the way I look at it.
4: We won a Super Bowl, and the first came back the next season. We were doing because they're a shitty play. Exactly, shitty play. It didn't much. Jets, fucking dude. We demand a lot. It's a blue collar town. We demand a lot from our players.
1: Yeah, let's let's go into that blue collar town that has like five percent blue collar fans at those games. But that's cool. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. Do you wait? John? But you don't have to be a fan. Like, you can be at home and boo. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I'm sure that you know the Eagles can hear you through the
3: TV. So you're, okay, you, may- guys, are, you guys
4: are upset because they because
3: people at the stadium boo. No, it, I, excessively. I don't mind some booing. I feel like it's just now trendy to boo. It's like the thing. Like I was watching the game a couple nights ago, and we were—I think we were up like four to two in the seventh. So, what should we do if there's bad play?
4: We should just sit there and still. Play.
3: Well, kids I mean, things, things can't. I they mean, tried I, really hard. Yeah. yeah. I mean, all sports are set up for failure, so I'm not trying to say that you can't be negative when there's just calls. But if we're down four to two in the seventh. And somebody strikes out with one out that's marked minor a third, I should he should have scored. Or got you know some capacity. Well, why boo the guy? Can we can we cheer our team on can I, guys? can I
2: say something really quick? Yeah, sure. And that is that when people say, Oh, Philly, oh, they boo a lot, it sounds really bad. But here's the thing no one's booing the first year player or the second year player. We were booing bro- right soccer this whole, We were No, yeah, okay, we let, should. let me explain it. The only people we do it are people who have the big contracts and the big money, right? Yeah, right. And listen, when they and, and they're taking all that salary cap out of the team that mm-hmm. we invest our time and money in, right? So if they're going to take that, and when we see them not performing, we, we boo them because, hey, listen, you're getting paid. More money than I would ever make in a hundred lifetimes working the jobs that we work. And when they say, hey, we're a blue-collar town, maybe we're a hard-working town, okay? okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're hard-working. Maybe, okay, maybe maybe we're working white-collar jobs, but people around this area work really hard for what they get. And when we see somebody not working hard, getting paid way more than anybody else playing this game, granted they're very talented, that we boo. I think it's a natural thing myself. because And, and we're selective about it. I don't, I don't, see, that's where I would
3: disagree. I, I don't feel like anymore anywhere we're selective. I would be okay if it was selective. I always thought it was selective. I well, feel, like, I feel, it, I feel it's, it's, it's bordering, if not already in the realm of, the, again, without saying being being done, it's a trendy thing to do. Oh, We're Philly fans. If we don't win every game, we boo. It's a sports. You don't win every game. I'm sorry. I, I don't know any team that goes 16-0, except for the Patriots, who lost the Super Bowl, who was undefeated, who bats 1,000, who has 100 touchdowns. Again, I'm not trying to say if you pay a guy 30 million a year and they hit 150, or you pay a quarterback 30 million a year and he gets hurt and plays six games, plays plays like shit. Yeah, you you fucking booed the guy a little bit, but I, I I'm starting to feel like the games I watch, the boos are coming more frequently well, and I, more excessively. Is all to
1: to Bill's point. Bill, Bill and I were talking about this today. It's the that dude from the films that popped off about the fans. Oh, yeah, Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Right. strong. Yeah, it's and like... he apologized. He well, did. Yeah, And but, he showed up because he came should... across
3: like a dick. And he well,
1: did. But, like, the next game he gets booed the entire time. He gets hit by a pitch. They cheer when he gets hit. But
4: you it, should know. Like, that's excessive. You yeah, should know. Sure. That's what kind of set me off what saying that. What to say and what not to say. Well, absolutely.
1: But, like, totally the next great. game, totally you don't... After he... After he... You don't need to, like, cheer when he gets hit by a pitch.
3: Yeah, you him just have to play once. You him, you know, hey, Sean Rodriguez. Fuck you, Sean. You give a boo. Not every plate appears, so and then when he gets hit by a 90 mile an hour fastball, you're
2: fucking cheer when he walks the first yeah, with possibly a broken elbow. I haven't really watched much Philly sports. This and year, that's so why I'm saying
3: this because I do watch Philly okay. baseball. Well, then let me tell you day. that, there,
2: that is to me, that's just dis- distasteful. And, that's
3: twi- and again, yeah. I, 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 I do I think there's good doing and there's bad Exactly, builds. that's my thing. It's like okay. I'll, when you I'll, lose I'll a game or you're down 30 to 10 in the fourth quarter to the Jets, boo the shit out of the team the entire time. But if it's like 13 to 7 at halftime and we're losing, like what are we doing for? Like it's. I, I mean, I, and I get your point. Like we pay money. I mean, halftime. Ha-
4: I remember going to the, the games when I was younger with my dad, and there was like halftime shows where like they would throw the fucking frisbee to the dog, and if the dog didn't catch it, they would boo. <laughs> that, like
3: like exactly I, like that's I, where I'm at with it's, it. It's 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 in it's what we do as sports fans.
2: <laughs> that's funny though. Exactly it is. Right? But I, I find that okay. that's funny because it's I'm okay okay I think, that over there. I don't think people are really serious. I think they're all playing this I think funny, the, like lighten up a little bit. I think the know, Rodriguez ridiculous elbow hit reaction. pitch thing,
4: what people booing was funny. I think that was funny. But I don't I think don't that think was people, their. Intention. I don't think people intended to make it seem like it. You know, like the Michael Irvin down on the field broken neck thing. Like, well, then, no, they didn't. Know we they cheered didn't. that. I was at that game. We cheered that. But like, I didn't want the fucking guy to die. You know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's what we do as Philly fans. We've always done it. It's it's ingrained in us. True, I, I, I think and, it's part of and, the and, culture. And, 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 and you that know, that we don't we don't
2: really coddle. Like when you were yeah. a kid, when you were a kid growing up, you know, you did something dumb, your dad would be like, you know, it was no, I, and we and we're coddled at all. We were, you know, we grew up hard in the, in, in these
3: streets, and <laughs> and I, I think and, I think we pass that on. And and I get that aspect of it, I do, but at the same time, I feel like. Uh, it, it it just it it's I don't know. I feel like having a home field should be a little like we should, we could be more positive like, with just having the. Home but field that's managed. what I'm
4: saying. Like, what should we do? What should we do if, we, if we're not allowed to boo? We're not allowed I to didn't be say negative. Not
3: allowed to boo. What should we do? Should we? Yeah, like, clap. Should sure. we have those little
4: clap things like like or like little like a tambourines? Like, what should we have?
3: The home run monkeys, the angels had
4: something like. What should I don't know, bro. We don't like the booing, but tell us what we should be doing.
3: I think yeah. the booing is just we excessive. should not boo. It actually takes away some of the actual like luster behind him at the boo. That it's just like, and and oh, I forget, this, this is what I wanted to bring up. Okay, I get it. You know, we're, you know, we're hardworking, and I agree with that. I agree with everything both of you guys said. I truly do. And not I, to say other cities aren't hardworking. No, but no. this in particular, this city is 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 bred for. We're
2: government. known to be a gritty, yes, dirty town. That's why we have a mascot. Yeah, yes. Yeah, it's very true. He's the
1: best.
2: And guess Flyers what? And guess talk what? Boone is kind of gritty. It is. It's, it's a little rough around the edges. Yep. I you think know. it makes
3: it. I, I feel like it brings a, ne- a negativity into the games so that don't You know, doesn't need to be there. But this is what I wanted to get to before before I forget, and I'll let you guys respond. I'm not saying it directly correlates with players' decisions, but except for God, you can count on one hand. How many superstars has it has this city signed in free agency? Not many. Who wants to come play here if we you're not from here,
4: guys? We have so, we have signed, signed out that, free agency. Yeah,
3: no, we did not draft. Who are like stars? I don't,
2: I, I don't think that. Has anything to do with it. I think, I think it
3: uh, does very much. Well, so. Really, I, I, I don't think, think so. Really, to guys that. These athletes are used to be coddled their whole right. life. Right? So I don't know. I think I think gym gym. we have
2: top notch facilities and staff, and and <laughs> I think we're actually known for that. I mean, our organizations are flush with profits. Uh, the fan bases are, are yeah, they, maybe they boo a little bit, but they are. Yeah, buying your fucking shit. It. Yeah, they they yeah. are. They Sixers are just into what? it. Just Trust me, what? I think people want – I think athletes a want A $10 million to dollar. Dollar I, I think if, I think if we, we don't get somebody, it's the upper management. I don't think
3: it's
4: – Bryce the, Harper just came here, so opinion. why, I mean
3: yeah. – Because you paid a million money over anybody else by about $100 million. Well, that's what well, okay. you have to do. Oh, well,
4: money's money. Well,
3: things, okay, so – so, What so who, about the Sixers? Who did, I mean, who did they get in? Nobody. They traded for everybody they got or drafted. I
0: think I think the, the measuring stick's gonna be when it comes time to re sign Ben Simmons and re-sign Joel Embiid and some of the top level talent that the Sixers have. And we'll see because they've they've seen the good, the bad, the ugly, they've read the press, they've had to endure our media for a number of years now, and we'll see. Um, I think And well, it, you know, and it's just like in any city. Philly media is tough. We're course. tough, but in any city when you're winning, everything's good, baby you know the the you know the the, the steaks are, are are taste better and the and the sun is brighter and the money's greener yeah, But resizes. when you're losing certain cities care more than others and i think that philadelphia cares a lot two
4: things on that mm-hmm. first of all philly isn't a basketball like destination destination number one we're a basketball well, town we're but a basketball not a destination town, right number one Number two, I don't think we should we should get lost in the fact that oh we haven't brought a lot of free agents. How about the guys that we've had that have resigned here that I can think of that wanted to stay here or guys I that think retire? That's, that's that, even more valuable than the guys that are playing for the Ravens and the Cubs and other teams, the Capitals that don't want, that you're saying like maybe don't want to come here. I'm talking about how about the guys that have stayed here, resigned. We've taken care of those guys because of their hard work and their ambition mm-hmm. and 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 what they bring to this city and this town. So I think that's even more yeah. valuable than you know worrying about a guy like Bryce Harper who came here for the money. Yeah, because I mean, to your point, he came here for the money. Mm-hmm. He could have went to San Francisco, but get, get hit with fifty million dollars in taxes. But he came here for the money. So he like Jeff's Jeff's point as well. He, he's making a ton of money. We're paying more money part to park to. to, to to go to the game so when you do strike That's out, do you're gonna get booed. Because we expect a, a certain amount of hard work and dedication. I'm not saying that he's not hard working and dedicating, but he should he should come to the ballpark every day knowing that he should he should be hitting every every pitch.
2: Well, yeah, of course. I mean I he should be doing that, of course, but uh, you know,
3: Bryce is a unique situation.
2: <laughs> <laughs> is that the Golden
0: Girls theme song? Uh, Maybe we I sil- just I turned we that off.
2: <laughs> I just silenced it last time. I don't know how that happened. Maybe. Look, look.
0: That's okay. Now we're good. No, it sounded like the actually. end of any like '80s I it off. Like, I sitcom. It. No,
3: it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Um, no, I think you know, heart, and. and and this was, and to go to, to to rebut your your comment, John, I would agree. Having guys like Chase Utley, Jimmy Rollins, like that, wanting to stay, but you see one component with that, you're winning. That's what I mean. And so, so you I win. I, everything's I, I, good. I don't blame fans for guys not wanting to come here by any means. I don't think. I don't think because we boo. It, if you I,
4: want my opinion on, I'll go back to the Sixers effect. I don't think that people are comfortable. I don't think players are comfortable with this organization currently. That's my opinion.
3: No, I agree. We're I not. think that's why people yeah, that's uncertainty. Come here. At the, at we don't levels. know what the ownership is doing. We've had three GMs in the last five years. Not a good look. But for a championship the Eagles, I would team. I would argue that we've uh,
4: and I'll and I'll pass the right mic back Gold to Matt standard. and, and I'll, I'll I'll think of a few guys that have came here in free agency during the Chip Kelly years. Malcolm Jenkins. Who Malcolm Jenkins is like the no. concrete structure big of this of this, mm-hmm. of this organization. Alshon. Uh, big time. Alshon, we went went out and got.
3: The uh, Marco signed here, and you now he paid a little bit more. But time Peters, really was at the time, he
1: was a top. So again, we traded for Peters. state stayed since.
3: No, the, the Eagles franchise itself is obviously a well-oiled machine. I mean, you know, they're up there with one. They're of, the gold meet. standard out of the four, right? For sure. You know, for, oh, for for this for this town, and I, and I don't think it's even as much as the Eagles. I think it's more as a Phillies fan, disappointed in what I see on TVs, when I see on them TVs. Is not just that we're game out of the wild card, and they treat this team like we're fucking forty and seventy-two. And again, I'm not trying to say you need, like you need to cheer up and do cartwheels when Bryce goes over for four. I think a lot of it, but was the guy's not showing height. up out of weight. Not he's playing hurt. He's doing his job. And again, this isn't a Bryce Harper. It's everybody. It's Reese Hoskins. We're, we're bagging on him because he dropped the you know a, 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 dropped double play ball against the Pirates, caused us to run. The guy's hit twenty-seven home runs this year, or twenty-six. Consistently plays well. He's not, he's not a fucking machine. Like, you're booing the guy. he's Getting he's, jostled around in the lineup every, like, like, every see, other it's night. It's like one of those things where just as a Phillies fan, it's just disheartening just to see, like, not maybe bring up the Fairweather fan bullshit. It's like, what, we only cheer for this team when they wouldn't go to the pennant, but, but when they're trying to get to that point again, we can't just be supportive and cheer. I'm not trying to say we got to treat them like puppy dogs and no. ice cream. You can say what you want to if say, John. You don't like the booing. There's, there's a lot of
4: teams up north there's a lot of teams up south. There's a lot of teams out west that you can that
3: you can go. Forward. No, and and you know, and and, and that will have to be my choice. But I guess that you know, as a fan of, of a team that wants to have home positive home fans, I just think it's I think it's asinine to sit there and say, well, since I paid for this month, so you're saying that your boss, since he pays your salary, come in and say, you fucking suck. I just gave you a twenty thousand dollar raise, and you fucking turned this report in late. You're a fucking
2: piece of shit. That's okay to do. That like like that's okay to do. Well, that's generally. That's how you run a business. You, no, when you pay for something, you expect to get it back. But this isn't business, though. This is entertainment. Like, we're choosing to go there. No, no, no. This is a multi-billion
3: like dollar business. Who makes you pay for tickets to go business. there? You, you choose you to. Pay? You choose to pay to go see these guys play baseball. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. So it's entertainment for us. Yes, We yes, can still is. live and survive without this. This is here for entertainment. It and is. that's fine if you want to boo. But just be knowledgeable about the situation. The that's what I feel like. part of the like. entertainment. And I think that I. I think that our fans are back fun. to the fun thing. Yes and no. I, you know, we, we wear that as a badge of honor that we know sports, you know, you know, as as well as any fans in the country. And, and I wouldn't argue that they don't know the statistics of a player or the game itself. You know, whether you played it or not. But what I'm saying is, it's just I watch this team all year, and it's just disheartening. I I, I can say I'll I'll just put it because I
4: think the expectations were so grandiose. You go out and sign the top free agent. You almost were going to sign both of the top free agents. You only get one,
3: but but exactly. there's high hopes. Exactly, but that goes to show the lack of knowledge of the, the Philly knowledgeable fan. This ball, this starting rotation and was like, dog shit from the get go. It was Nola and dog shit. To think the team was going to go anywhere this year is comical. Yeah. So I'm, that 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 draws me into the fact bad. that they're so knowledgeable. And they thought that we were going to compete with the nationals and the Braves and even the fucking oh. Mets were a better team, or the Yankees and and the we Astros. do them they won't game out get of to the that final spot. It's silly to me. It's silly to think that this team that's not. I mean, they're not overachieving. They're not underachieving. Why is
4: ownership, you know, bringing back
3: a, a an old manager to help to help the hitting? <laughs> Gave the shitty manager. Gave the terrible manager. You should be gone. The game should be gone. But the, but the organization feels like
1: we have
4: a chance. So should uh, Clint. Clint
3: should be gone too. But my
4: point is, the organization feels as though we have a chance. Well, it's So saying that like we don't have a chance because when we started this
3: year, the rotation stunk, but your organization feels different. No, the, org- the organization didn't spend any more money because they, they popped it all on Bryce. I don't that, think the uh,
2: Phillies messed really well with the young manager. That's just, uh, that's what I always felt. He's, he's our age. He's literally we our need, age out we there. We need a, an old, crotchety –
3: you know, Jim forgoes. looking at uh, in the dugout. Like, hey, Dykstra, you're up. Jesus Christ, put that beer away. You're batting next. Seriously, that's like, what we need. Like, like that's, that's
2: kind of matches matches the city.
0: So, I want to hear your take on this, Jesse, because I remember at the very beginning of the of the season when we first signed Bryce Harper, everyone would you know, everyone had boners, right? And everyone had oh, World Series projections, this and that. We have a, a true shot now, and. I remember you saying telling me the team that has the best record against the Florida Marlins will come out of our division. Yeah. And it's and it's coming to fruition. And and we're, we're dog shitting against the Marlins. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, well and, and so the reason that they, they brought Charlie back was just I think this over the the over reliance on like launch angles, exit velocity, swing plane. And all of this bullshit, and they're looking at all of their Velo, guys. Baby. Velo baby. They're looking at every one of their guys having down years at the plate. They're looking at guys that they got rid of that are on different teams now that are having massive statistics. Braves pitching coach,
3: best pitching staff in baseball, the Braves.
1: You know, so it, it it it's one of those things that they they were looking at this month after month after month, and they're like, this is not an anomaly anymore. All these guys not playing well, so they had to do something. And the easiest thing to do is fire the hitting coach bring back the guy that's just going to, like, sit the dugout and be like your grandpa and just be like, now just go up and, and, and hit the shit out of that, 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 that baseball. And they're doing it now. And they're they're hitting, they're scoring more runs, they are being more aggressive at the plate, and there is a noticeable difference. Because they're not worried about all of that bullshit. You're going to have this guy that probably never played baseball being like, well, your swing, when I analyzed it, was at 35 degrees and we need it down to 40 or you're not going to get the exit. No, sea ball, hit ball. That that's what it is, and that's what Charlie's pre- preaching. And magically, the team is doing better now. But yeah, they, they should they should fire him because to bring back those hot garbage starters and that bullpen from last year was
3: a sin. To think Nick Pavetta, Eflin, I mean, come on now, Hector Neris. I mean, Robertson. I mean, well, and you're paying fifteen million dollars. Unbelievable. Guys that, so these to guys. the original point here, booing. We'll
4: Knowing all this, don't you have a right to boo the organization?
3: I would say yes. Okay, I would thank say you. yes. All right, then I'm done. And my point is, you can't. <laughs> my, and my point is, no, not, like there should be zero booing. But if you actually watch a Phillies game, it's like constant. It's not just like, hey, he booed twice a game. It's like, all right, we're two-two in the in the sixth, and we, and we got the motor to two outs, and they're booing. It's like, the fuck is your problem? Like, it's a baseball. If you have it's turning you're a good into hitter. like a side There's show. There's always
2: been a lot of. Oh, I remember growing yeah. up as a
3: kid. You know, we and, and, then. And, and well, yeah, was, so we sucked. And then when yeah, we were yeah. good, it was oh my yeah, god, we do no we wrong. When we were kids, kids, you could
1: get free tickets from buying Philly's Franks. Oh,
3: so
2: good. And you would like bring your own cooler in, bring your own. And it food was always so. In. It was always so funny though when people would boo. That d- dad would always nudge his shoulder. Like, ah, they're dumb. Listen, yeah. Look at that! They're booing <laughs> them. They're booing Dutch. They're booing Dutch. Yeah, 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 and I, yeah, and I'd be like, look, I'd like, oh man, that's. And like, it, it, I mean, it's comedy, and
3: I, I, I don't get you know getting wrong, but it's just, I feel like it's everything else, I, 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 I just and this is just my opinion, It's you know, I don't, it, I'm, I'm I'm not trying to sway you to agree with me by any means. I'll never, no, uh, because you you know think clearly. And uh, <laughs> now kidding aside, uh, yeah, no, it's just one of those things where I, I feel that the the trajectory is going up, and I'm all about booing if it's warranted. But, I think you're
4: overreacting
3: over a few times. I probably am, because
4: I'm sensitive t- to it team.
3: That, that, it, that it has happened. Well, and I, think, like, I think earlier I am, on, I'm yeah. numb to it. Well, I'm not numb. I'm actually the opposite. I'm, like, sensitive to it, because it's like... God, I mean, can we, well, can Bill, were
4: you booed
2: a lot as a child? Well, I well, was. Bill, <laughs> we touched on it earlier. The source of your frustration here is that you think that the players react negatively. Yes, that, that my, that's my... That's your main fear. That's my that, fear. And that right? might keep people from coming here. Because,
3: I mean, think about it, We're all yeah. human. Uh, and like it is your it's professional he, athlete. So. I, I get it. Yeah. I understand. I'm not, I, I'm not I, saying boo-hoo, cry for them. But I'm saying it's, after, you know, it. they're players. Like, they're not going to be perfect. And, and that's all I'm saying. And, and I get the, everybody's a job. The brothers have a job. They ask hard questions. I'm not trying to say, you know, after a tough loss, give them all softball questions. Be like, you know... You know, ask him, why did you pull Nolan in the seventh when he only had 84 pitches? Like, that's, like, common. I'm not, but it's – watch watch Therese Hoffman interview after he lost the game on the error. They bombarded him. And he's like, I don't know what to say. I made a bad play. It sucks. Well, filling like, media is. And he it's just like – he made he it to it. He's like, I made a bad play. We're a tough, we're a tough town. We're and I'm okay with plan. that. But the, the badgering of it, well, he done different. I don't know. I made a bad play. Like, I feel like we just wait for negative shit to happen and we pounce. And then when there's good shit, it's like, oh yeah, we won the game. But did you see how we almost blew the game in the seventh? It's like, all right, I get it. Let's, you can't really look at you know, good things, in, you know, in any in any game. But I just see watching a lot of Phillies all year, and they've been up and down team. They reel really you in, you know, and then all of a sudden they lose three, another two out of three to the Marlins, you know, and it's just like that's typical Philly. though. For who? For what? And Sixers
0: do that. Eagles have done it in the past. The Flyers do it almost every year. They somehow squeak into the playoffs, and then they. You know, oh let's get this magical first round, you know, uh, run and, and do and, and get you
3: know, make a run at it in the for the Stanley Cup and it, it never happens. As a failed athlete, I guess I, I side with the players in the sense, don't boo me, I'm trying. If you don't like me, boo boo the gym, get me out of here.
4: We you know, we we booed guys who come to my mind like DeMarco Murray. who would go out of bounds and he would he would take a knee. Mm. You know, those are the type of guys that we we boo. We boo guys who don't run to first base like they mm-hmm. should because they get paid millions of dollars. And just because that ball is 600 feet up in the air and these guys probably going to catch it, there's a chance he could drop it, and that could be the difference between a win and a loss. We boo guys who show up to training camp 150 pounds overweight. We boo guys who, you know, do shit outside of being being an athlete that are like kind of assholes. We we could boo those guys. Like I'm not saying boo guys. When they when they strike out once every you know blue moon but I think you're seeing that in the last like two weeks happen I think that's where your reaction and
3: that, that's what it is I feel like I'm just been experiencing it and like and this and and I understand where it's coming from it's we want the team to win it's not like it's coming from a, from a hateful place but it's just the fact that and and this is just as a fan if I don't feel it's warranted it's just tough for for me to get behind and be like oh that was funny it's like all right Guy just got fucking plunked. Let's just relax a little bit. Like, well, what, what, and I get it. I know we're not athletes. People in the fans, fans aren't athletes. They paid their money to go, but that just kind of bothered me on like the, the, the Michael Irvin level that he got hit by a 95, 90 mile ninety-mile-an-hour fastball in the elbow. Doesn't know what's going on. I mean, he didn't stop. He's crying. He ran the first base, but we're cheering. It's like that. Just at the core of me, just doesn't make any sense. Like it's it's funny. I know on the level. Like it's funny. Ha ha. He got hit. No, you're he, right. You he know what I mean. Thing. Like that. You that's what kind of set been. me off. It's yeah. just like. I don't agree with what, what he said, like at all. Like he should keep your mouth, like your, I think that's you're a professional athlete. Of you pay a million dollars a year. I don't care if they throw shit at you. Say thank you for, for coming out to the game tonight, guys. You know, like so. Ricky Waters. I'm not exactly <laughs> like who? Exactly like yeah. I'm not defending them to say that, like you know, they have to take the higher road. But as fans, it's like we don't always have to put them in the in the shitty spot where they have to. Like it's so, like, come on, guys. Like you made a stupid comment. blew him once with the bat. You threw him three fucking times a game. And he gets plunked and he hit and, he, 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 and you know, you cheered him. You know, after he hit a double that tied the game, than the previous bat, it's like, come on. Like, use your head. And that's, I guess, we should that's do not, a not fair for one game. And, and do a lot. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll, I'll call the uh, usher and be like, excuse me, I can't <laughs> join my game because these two hooligans <laughs> over one, here, one
4: quick Phillies question, yes. just because I noticed this the other day, because Carly Lloyd was there. And real 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 thank Blue, you. So. He KT. wears 10. Don't you find that's odd that they let him wear 10? Why? Dalton. Oh, that's true. I, I thought about that the other because Carly Lloyd was talking like about retired. why she was 10. I would like that being retired. And then Dalton 30. was her favorite player. That's why Carly Lloyd Soccer er, soccer talk. That's why she wears 10. And I was like, that's interesting. I thought. I would Aaron agree, John. That, that should not be worn again. Yeah.
3: Like his number. And I, if I remember, was Boa 10 too? I can't speak to Boa. But you're right, I know Dalton Dalton was 100%. I think Dutch's Dutch's time is coming. No retire.
1: The Phillies have not retired a lot of numbers.
3: They haven't. They haven't. I think, you know, I mean, you can't retire everybody's, but I feel like if anybody, you probably have to retire Chase, Cole, and and Jimmy's. I mean, I'm sorry, Chase, uh, Ryan, and Jimmy's. Possibly Cole's. Because they were there for that five... All of the- four of them were there for that five-year run of dominance.
4: Also, one other question. What happens in, like, 100 years from now when, like, all the numbers on a team are... <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> yeah. oh, well, that's do Decimal that. points are, like, like, decim- like, dashes.
1: <laughs> 10-1. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, in certain... Well... No, 10A, 10B, 10C. But, like, just,
0: like <laughs> numbers, a, in, B, in B. soccer,
1: it's the numbers are a position. Right. Or a range of positions. Right. So, it's... You know, that, that number will never be retired. Right. Like the number 10 will never be retired because
3: the the 9s and 10s are the out-and-out out strikers. I mean, yeah. Great segue into retirement. Not exact flow, but that could bring us to the ultra skip in the sense Okay. that Jeff could now, if he chooses it to, could retire. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can touch on
0: that a little bit, I guess, if he wants to. But um what if we want to segue into why Mr. Lizzie is here? We
3: can. Yeah,
2: absolutely. You know, uh, you know, we want to thank him for coming over. Yeah, we're we're super excited, dude. Not a problem. Here. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm honored to finally uh, <laughs> produce, uh the uh, podcast the forfeit. Yeah. we yeah. in all yeah.
0: seven episodes of it. That's a, you're but hey man, top. you got to stop. you got to start somewhere. That's right. You know. That's right. So, That's about right. I guess before we started. <laughs> the who <foodiest> this man? <laughs> uh, so I guess right before we started recording, we were kind of talking about where we we're going to lead in on this, and I just my first memory of you creating the Skiff was about ten years ago when we were in your driveway. Yep. I think it was after a show that we played. M- myself and your brother, who we were in a band with and you were in town for about a month or so and you came out to all our shows and helped us set up and break down and we got into some antics and and had a lot of fun but the one night you were like hey you pulled me aside and said you know um you're a designer do you know um do you know autocad by any chance and i said i said i wish i did but that's not the type of design that i'm i'm, I'm into i said why what's up and you started going into this idea you had you show you this drawing of this, this this idea i have for this boat what i need i and i'm really serious about it and i, I and i, I really want to have to get it have a give a go at like bringing this boat to life but i need an autocad drawing of it to show that i'm really serious <coughs> to take it to, to to take the next step into getting uh a, a patent for it mm-hmm. um and i didn't really I didn't really think of much of it at first because I was like, you know, it was just the beginning. You were like, it's just an idea right now. And I'm kicking around, I'm kicking the tires around it, but I really think it'll work. And when you showed me the drawing, it was nothing that I ever really saw before. And then, but then you were going through like the, the engineering and the mechanics and how it would operate and specifically for a lot of freshwater fishing and getting into tight spots and, and, uh, and just easy transportation and that you, you, you ran the gamut, you had it all kind of figured out in your head and you were just looking to get it on paper and take that next step, um, and make it a real thing. Um, I was really impressed and then I heard nothing of it for a while and probably about two years went by until you really surfaced with the idea again. You had a name, you had a brand, you had a logo, Mm -hmm. you had, you know, and you started really, uh, you started really making a presence for yourself known on social media. And I, I took notice to that in, you know, how you would represent yourself with GoPro videos. And and it looked, it was very much a, um, a true, almost rags to riches story. And, and it's like, cause now you're, now you're in department stores, you have celebrities backing it and it's, uh, it's really starting to really take off. So if you want to take us, you know, back to where we yeah, were in the driveway I'll, I'll and then start there. how it kind
2: of, yeah, <laughs> where yeah. it went. Yeah, well, at that point, I really had nothing. I had just had a bunch of debt, you know, credit card debt from buying motorcycles and stuff like that, yeah. And that was like my rock bottom, you know. Like, if you could hit rock bottom without drugs or alcohol. that Like hurting yourself physically. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I felt like I was starting my life all over again and I needed to find a direction Something that could, um, something that could make money, you know, good money. At like, it really, I mean, that that that's the bottom line behind every entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, they want to be creative, but they're just like, something drives them to see if they can make more money than they could with their current skill set, just out in the regular field of work.
0: Well, you know? growing up, I we always saw that in you. You always had, you were always coming up with these. Unique ideas. Ah, uh, yeah, you know, but and no, you, I always went for you the always fun, had a creative jobs. mindset. You have yeah, fun yeah. jobs, so yes, yes. But, uh, but I always did
2: the fun jobs, and 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 my thing was, I did the fun jobs throughout my twenties, and then as soon as I turned thirty, I said, all right, that's it. I can't do it's fun, fun jobs serious. anymore. I have to get a serious job. When you say fun job, what 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 are some of the fun
0: jobs that led you to your come to Jesus moment of like, all right, I have this one
2: idea that I think I can really make it with well i was a bartender and a musician and i made a lot more money as a bartender than than a musician (laughs) obviously but i got i played so many gigs from 25 to 30 you know i was just totally burnt out on it and i didn't want to be one of those guys playing for a living in their 30s because then they ended up in their 40s and then and basically you can get by and you can pay all your bills and pay your rent and stuff but you'll never have a retirement like never put away for a 401k as a musician at least you know maybe if you were like super successful but just playing the the general clubs and bars and Mm, you know stuff like that that circuit um you know you'll never you'll never be able to get and that was my biggest fear So i didn't want to end up without some sort of retirement like a b-level musician will never be able to sustain a 401k yeah you know you have to be like the the bostons and the and the rolling stones and at that level, really, nowadays. To... Yeah, you really had to make that jump, and uh, and, and and that could have kept going, and maybe you would have made it. But you know, it's a it's a percentage game. It's like gambling, and are you willing to take that risk? And um, in my in I, I can say that I'm pretty good at um, analyzing risk and then making a decision based on that. So I I I said, okay, well, I basically have nothing to lose at this point in my life. So an entrepreneurial endeavor is something that really. Well, that was in the pit of my stomach at that point. I mean, like, I, whether it was going to be me opening up a restaurant or a small business, I was researching everything and just trying to figure out what was going to be my move because I had to like leapfrog in life. I had to make up for my twenties, you know. And um, so I needed to take some sort of a risk. But when I had this idea popped in my head, started you know making little clay models and drawing it out. And um, when was that idea? Before us meeting in the driveway. Office, oh yeah, was it, it, it was five years. before No, that, no, no. no. It was that? no. It was only about a month before that. Wow. Yeah. It was really, really recent. Yeah. It was exactly. Only about a month before that, because right after I had had the idea, that's when I I knew the first thing I needed was a drawing, the AutoCAD drawing. I really couldn't get past where I because all I had at that point was a clay model and some pencil drawings with some measurements and yep. stuff like that. Okay, and I had that little book. That only took me a couple months, you know, a month or two maybe, to put together after I had the initial idea. Um, I, you know, I worked furiously to get that done. But I needed, what I needed to do, and I knew that because this wasn't my first trying trying a patent. I was 22, I wrote a patent for something, and I filed it. Which was? It was a um, an online music lesson database that would connect teachers and students to give lessons to each other um, throughout, through web conferencing. Right around the time that web conferencing was just starting to kind of blow up, to where you could uh, talk, hmm? talk with um, uh, somebody, you know, via webcam. So I thought, hey, you know what? One day there's going to be a market for this um, out there where somebody could teach somebody online. Okay, and I thought, wow, music is audio. That's totally transferable. I was like, I think somebody could get... Music lessons could be something that people could teach. Right. Teach somebody to play an instrument just through webcam. And I wanted to kind of be the first to have an app or a a, a website ready to go on that. And um, so I I just drew the blueprints up for it, and I uh, filed that. And uh, that kind of gave me the knowledge of what I needed to do next and how fast I had to work to get that first patent filing. So... How hard is it to get a patent? Well, it's e- it's it's easy to do the provisional patent. And that's what I, at that point, that's why I needed that AutoCAD drawing. I needed yeah. that provisional patent. It's right. really easy to do that. They can be pretty poorly done. Filed online? And yeah, it's only costs $100 to file that. Wow. You know? But you need some decent drawings. Like, mm-hmm. like you, you know, it has to be pretty accurate. But for yeah. something like mine, which is a utility patent, uh, the, the design is everything. So you really need some decent drawings, yep. even in your provisional. So anyway, um, my whole theme of getting to where I was now is being cheap, frugal, really crafty. So first thing, I reached out to my friends. Did anyone do AutoCAD? Yep. That didn't happen. But I went to Camden County College, and I put up a flyer like you would put up if you were looking for a member in your band. And Mm -hmm. it just said, CAD students, I'm looking for somebody who can do a drawing for me. I can't pay much, but I can pay a little. Give me a call. I had a call out, like, just in a couple days. One of the students walked. I put it right next to the CAD class uh, rooms in the CAD buildings.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And I had a call just a couple days. Nice young guy. And he was just like, hey, uh, I got you, man. I would love to do something. And I'm like, okay, great. Went over. I think he lived in, like, Millville or something. Went to his house. Um, I made up a really quick uh, non-disclosure form and a non-compete. Just uh, found it online. Um, Smart. Downloaded them, had him sign it. Yeah, that was my next question. Did he sign an NDA or anything? Yeah, he did. He did. He did. And he didn't care. He was just some young college Yeah. I was like, looking no for cool beer man. money. <laughs> yeah. Herbie like, Hancock. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. I can yeah. 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 so, take
0: my girlfriend to the movies tonight. Yeah. You know?
2: <laughs> so I showed him. So then I showed him my, my pencil drawings. I said, I need these drawings, okay, uh, in CAD. I was like, um, I was like, how much do you think it would cost me? He's like, I have no idea. And I was like, he's like, how much are you willing to pay? And I was like, hmm, I'll pay you 150 bucks. He was like, all right, that's fine. So it was that simple. The win-win. Yeah, yeah win-win. Yeah. So a couple couple weeks uh, went by. Had them all done. Uh, went to see. I saw them. I loved them. Picked them up, paid the money. And then I was able to file the provisional patent after that. And then I was able to take, uh, you know, my idea and then present it to um, uh, an actual patent attorney. For help on filing the, the real patent, and also I could then find a fabricator, plastic fabricator, on building an actual full size prototype. So with that drawing, as the next two steps, I made was talking to a patent attorney and seeing the viability of the actual patent. So he had to start with a patent search. And he researched: Are there any other CAD
0: drawings or any other designs out there that that were either
2: like exactly what you were thinking or Close enough to where you would have been ripping someone off. Exactly. Yeah, they call that a prior art search. So um, even if it, even if just the thing exists out there, you know, throughout history, um, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna do the most research they can find out uh, if there's anything like this, you know, has ever been around. And uh, and if not, then they're give you the okay and you can move forward. Yeah. So which you, uh, which you did. Which I did. Yeah. So the patent search came up clean. And where would the fabricator. The, Fat, the fabricator, that was tough. I had to look up some, you know, how do you build something plastic uh, when you don't have a mold? You, have yeah. to start from scratch. you need then, an injection mold and all that stuff. Yeah, you know, if you wanted to actually make the, the end product, yeah, that's what you need. But you need, I needed somebody who could actually get pieces of plastic and glue them together. And this
0: is thr- this is pre-3D printer? Yes, time, it is. And this right? is like, like, actually, this to is... 3D 3-
2: print something was probably like a couple grand or something like that. The this was during the 3D printing thing, was in the... Very beginning, infancy. It, yeah, it yeah. was in its infancy, and it was possible. But it was super expensive, and the machines were really big. Yeah, you know, so it was kind of a big deal if you actually wanted to get something three D printed. and I, I couldn't really afford it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the prototype ended up costing me about seven grand. That was the quote I got from the plastic fabricator. Hey, you want me to build this seven grand? And that was that was uh. That quite, was the
0: moment of truth.
2: Yeah, and and he said that was actually cheap. Uh, he he said normally something like this is going to cost you maybe twenty grand, and uh, he's like, I'll tell you what though. We'll work on this as our side project. They were a really big fabrication company, and they made a custom medical uh, and, and bio uh, hazard handling things for like the government. Now, and, was this uh, up here in Jersey, or is in, this in Florida? This is in Bristol, Pennsylvania, okay. so it is up here in Jersey. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <clears throat> so, uh, so the plastic fabricator said, "Hey, we'll work on this um, on the side of the factory." Uh, whenever we have free time, it mm-hmm. says it's going to take us a few months to finish, but we'll cut you a break on the price and get it done for between six and seven grand. And I was like, OK, sounds great. So they started piecing it together. And every time they would get to a certain point, they would call me and I'd drive up to Bristol and I'd see what they've done, give them my opinion. Yeah, like that, like that. OK, you know, they they have some questions, we would go back and forth and then I would leave. And then like a month later, they would give me a call again, say, come up, check it out. So the hardest thing about that whole uh, process of building that uh, first prototype was that was the concave section that goes around the inner, the, uh, the outer deck on, mm-hmm. on the ultra-skiff. That was really difficult. We, the only way we could do that was by finding that part uh, pre-molded. Otherwise, we would have had to glue together like a thousand uh, straight pieces cut on a certain angle and then glue them all together. It would have really pushed the time and money up. Yeah. So we were able to buy a 10,000-gallon cone-bottom tank and then on the cone on the bottom of the tank this is a like a tank the si- size of this entire room a right. giant giant tank but just that cone just near, near the tip yeah. we were able to cut right. a section where it was just a to 30, get the right circumference the, exactly the right diameter that we could slip it mm. um, on the hull that we've so far built with just straight sheet just plastic the tip. yeah just the tip. and then, and that that cut that i think within cut, um, uh, yeah, it costs a lot in time, so we were, we had the prototype done in like, uh, I think it was like seven months. Okay. Yeah. So it was done, and then and then came the day where I had to actually take the prototype and put it in the lake and actually sit on lake? it. What was the, the first lake? What was the first
3: lake you put it, it it in? It was what actually the, the
2: Mullica River. Oh, oh okay. And, and it was in the middle of winter. It was January. Partial, part, a lot of the river was frozen. There was a lot of ice, but there was uh, the corner where we could launch. There was no ice there. And the river was moving pretty fast because there was a lot of snow melt, and uh, yeah, that's where that's we have a video of it. I have a video of that very first of me, Dom, and my brother. And I was so nervous. And at that point, I said to myself, "Okay, this was a so far a ten thousand dollar gamble. That if if the boat if I the boat tipped over or or it was uneven or didn't feel right or wasn't comfortable or anything, I ate ten grand, and I was at peace with that." I was at peace with that. And that that's one of the things that you have to make that peace for yourself before mm-hmm. you take a gamble like that. But it worked great. I sat on it, I loved it, thought it worked perfectly. Came back in and said, Oh man, this is it. Now I'm um, well, Then what was the next step? Going to the, investors or no, going the, the, to the, the next step after that was was getting serious and getting the patent in. So okay. Which you needed a name. Obviously. Yeah. Now during that whole prototyping process, I was writing the patent with a patent attorney, that and he wanted ten grand to do it, and I said I don't have ten. I was like I can pay you three. He was like, well, I'll tell you what, I like you, and this idea seems fun, so come over here, and I'll help you write it, okay? So he wanted me to do it, but he was going. But you were gonna. He was just gonna. Assist he was gonna consult and assist, right. and and if he needed to, would take what I'm doing and make changes to it. And, um, and, but he would be the one to file it and stuff like that. So right. I had to do all the work. He'd give me homework to do. And like, I need all this information and give me a list of stuff. And the next week I had to have it all done. So I'd have like, you know, um, Word documents and PowerPoint done for him, you know, at, each week he'd give me a list. So of this whole them. process is just total D- DIY. Yeah. I mean, I really did like, this more than scratch. I
0: imagined.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. The right, writing the final patent. I learned so much with that guy, and he was kind of semi-retired. He was like eighty years old, so he was kind of. Jesus, I hope I'm not semi-retired <laughs> at eighty. He, well, he loved it. He's he wanted he wanted it to work until he was a hundred because he thought that kept him alive. Okay. But he just wanted somebody to kind of hang out with and talk to. to be honest. And with you me. were that guy, and I was that guy. Like a movie. I, I met <laughs> like
3: a scene out of a movie. Yeah, yeah, man, it, really it really was. Is. It really, it really
2: was. Like, Come on up here, Jeff. And, a lot of and people he was going so to help too. yeah he yeah was, he was so nice. Me and him got along so good. But you, you got to think of it when you're that age. I mean, you meet somebody, and and I generally wanted to learn from him.
3: You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Mutual because how many people? And he probably
0: said? saw you and the energy you had, and the idea, and the passion, and the and just the the grit and the grime to it, to just like when you me were, and you were like, were like together, ride or die. Yeah. And he when, was probably like, you know what? he you reminded him a lot of
2: probably who he was and who and how he felt when he was your there was age. a there was a connection between us That's and it awesome. felt like a movie whenever we were like working together i was like this just feels like it's meant to be like we're working on something like epic you wow. know what i mean and he, he he loved it i loved it so he was uh, your miyagi yeah so we were approaching that we were approaching that um that, that date where we had to have the real patent submitted before the provisional because there's only a one-year window after you file the provisional before you have to file the patent. actual patent. And we were getting really close to that deadline. So me and him really had to work gangbusters and we got the final patent uh, in before the deadline, like, like days before the deadline. Mm-hmm. And then after that, um, it was just, uh, what do I do now? I have a prototype and I have a patent going through. Okay, patent so maybe. now it's time to make prototype video and see if i can sell the idea my first idea for this was see if i can just make some quick bucks right okay maybe i can sell the whole thing for a couple grand before i even build yeah. build one right yeah and uh, so i made the uh video um i didn't have this i didn't have a gopro yet so i just uh, had a camcorder and um i had my cousin mike come over who has some experience in uh, yeah Music videos, cinematography. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I, I paid Mike, I think I paid him like 500 bucks to make the video. And uh, he made the first video, it was just a minute long, it was pretty well done, you know? And uh, then I had to figure out, okay, how do I contact big companies and tell them about my idea without telling them about my idea? Because yeah, right. big company is not going to sign a non-compete or yeah, no, they're just or, come on in. You know, and when I say big companies, who do I go to? I had to go to kayak companies. Okay, and already, and big were, outdoor company like outdoors company. Yeah, I went to I went to Johnson. Oh, Out, Johnson Outdoors is the biggest yep. one. They own like Gander Mountain, and I don't know if they own Gander Mountain, Mountain. but they own uh, Minn Kota, Hummingbird, uh, Ocean Kayak, Old Town. Oh, you're kayak. talking kayak company specifically. They're an outdoors. I'm, a, I, I'm
0: bringing up like a like a an outlet like a, like, thing. like a Cabela's type of thing. Well, I if went You weren't the, were going
2: there. You were going to like specific. No, I went to Bass Pro too. Okay. Okay. But, but, but the people I had to go to needed to be manufacturers. They needed to manufacture right. watercraft. Right? So you couldn't take to like an academy. Well, the people who had the connections to manufacturers, to manufacturers
0: that could help you kind yeah. of link up with these guys. Yeah. So
2: Johnson Outdoors is just a straight manufacturer. Okay. I, I, I went to them and that was really interesting reaching out to them. Um, uh, they did sign my non-disclosure, believe it or not. And I sent them everything I had, and they had a big meeting about it. And uh, their their head of their watercraft department was actually super nice to me. He turned me down, you know what I mean? But he said a lot of really nice, encouraging things to me, and was like, "Jeff, there's a market for this." They're like, "You just need to find it." No, yeah, they're like, "There's a market for this." I actually think you should do it, but this this is this would hurt us. This would hurt the kayak market. They're like it's too risky for us. That was our final decision. I mean, I was like, I felt so good after that. Yeah, you know what I mean. No, I was no, like, <laughs> I was like,
3: wow. I was
4: like, it's true. Ooh, I yeah. mean, because
3: I think truthfully, and this is this is like, I don't want to cut the flow of the story, but I think everybody that I can that I know that I showed the video, the first video. I don't know if it was the video that Mike shot or one of the, cause I know you did other ones after that. I think everybody's first reaction was that I was around was like, that's a great idea for a boat. Like I think like on the, the most basic level, it's like if you're a true fisherman, you can do everything you need to yourself to get this in the water and I think that's just businessmen or not, it's like that's a cool idea. And I think cool ideas succeed. Yep. It just and a lot right, of leg work, but... So
0: right so right now, before we jump back into your story, mm-hmm. yeah. can you give our listeners a uh, describe what an ultra skiff three sixty watercraft actually looks like?
2: Yeah, yeah. it looks like um kind of like a flying saucer but like if it was inverted and instead of it getting thinner on the outside it was thinner in the middle and then so it, it could float be, yeah
0: so yeah. it had buoyancy it has
2: buoyancy it had you buoyancy know. but i wanted to keep the concentrate the, the the largest most buoyant section on the very outer rim of the boat and to where the inner there was like a concave like mm-hmm. a, Know, depression now is where, that for, where and that's that for a comfort or is that for the fit the, the the that that was to kind of so your center of gravity you weigh uh twice as much as the boat okay and your center of gravity is going to be sitting up higher on this thing so i wanted that that inner uh area of the boat to be like a cradle to where your center of mass could bounce to where you're, you're not leaning over like or you're or not you're not pushing the, the edge of the boat down in the water
3: where you're constantly like Having the boat
2: edges tip into the water where you got to like lean back to get the boat back up. It's it's kind of reverse engineered where um, when you go to one side of the boat, uh, the the incline is like pushing you back to the inside of the boat. Whereas if it was flat and you go to the outside of the boat, it's kind of like you're standing on a cliff sort of. Exactly, you where know, your right. weight is being pushed towards the water. Right. With my design, your weight is being pushed. No matter you're always you know, being pushed, pushed back, back, back into, into the boat, into the center. Which yeah. is kind of a safety and an, an interesting safety feature that you could upsell. It just yeah, yeah. it just it just kinda of made sense to me. And then the That's other crazy. thing that I worked really hard on was, was trying to get it to roll like a wheel. That was right. pretty tough. And uh that was to the get it onto trucks and exactly that, getting it down to the water. That was the other big gamble and and because in the prototype that we built, we couldn't really accurately build the roll bar. Okay, because the roll bar depended on which is like a bumper that goes around the outer perimeter of the boat. I couldn't really build that, and I knew that that was going to be the next gamble. Okay, because okay, it floats good and I feel good on it, but you know the prototype doesn't roll. The prototype weighs twice as much as what the final product is, and you know we couldn't build the roll bar going around it. Mm-hmm. So what is the final product going to do when I try to roll it? I didn't know if it was going to tip over mm-hmm. or just, you know, I had no idea what was going to happen. So that was the other big gamble. And, and this is kind of jumping ahead yeah. the, on the story, but right. the, the final product did roll. It was like a miracle just pure luck, really. I'm not right. going to say it all. I'm like a great well, I, mean, with anything, <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I hope this damn thing rolls. My came through correctly. Yeah, like, well, yeah. It wasn't like, I'm not, I'm not like a mad scientist. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same here. Uh, I was just, just like, capular, like, I just had my precisely. fingers. Yeah. <laughs> beep, boop, beep, boop, beep boop. Yeah. 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 Oh, I was off by 10, 10, uh, you know, mm, millimeters here. No, no it wasn't like that. that was just like, oh. Damn you. I was like, I hope this but thing with rolls. any,
0: but with any venture like this, you know, there's a great idea. You've got, you meet some really nice people along the way that that help you, and then there's always a little bit of luck that,
2: oh yeah, comes in for, for to help real. You out. There was there was people that really helped me, and then there was luck along the way, right? No doubt about it. So
0: after this first video, okay, right? yeah. And, and, so and after Johnson out there shot down down me down, I said my next well, you my mean, next one's
2: gonna be basketball. But You
0: walked out the door with your with your dick about six <laughs> inches bigger.
4: I did,
2: and you went right into bass pro. <laughs> And
4: what Put and the dick right
2: down the yeah, table. It yeah. What happened? happened. <laughs> well, Bass Pro wouldn't talk to me. And that was okay. understandable that they wouldn't yeah. talk to me. You know what I mean? Um, okay, I get it. So I had to find a way in. And I did. Um, there was a manufacturer that I was talking to that was um, trying to get my business to build the mold and for me to manufacture. And they had a great relationship with Bass Pro. And, they, and when I was talking to them about building the boat there, they said, Jeff. They were, and I was like, and they wanted, they wanted um, uh, $85,000 for me to get started with them. For me in order to build the mold. I was like, guys, I don't really have that money. Um, I was like, would you guys uh, work with me? And, and they were like, tell you what, we'll put up um, a bunch of the money and we'll partner with you uh, to a certain degree. Um, if you can get a sales order from Bass Pro, we'll set up a meeting at Bass Pro for you. Because y- you just can't get a meeting with those guys. Right. And I was like, well, unless I'm you sure. have someone like that. Exactly. Yeah. So these guys have, these guys actually built boats for Bass Pro already. And so they were like, they were like, we'll set up the meeting, and you're going to go to Bass Pro Shops' um, board of directors, mm-hmm. like the big long table at the headquarters in Missouri. And that's where I ended up going, in person, to give my presentation. In just you? Front, just, just me, by myself. It was wild. I, was, I was that, had no idea that went down. That, that awesome. went down. That went down. That's intense. That's
3: intense. Yep. Yep. What did
2: you wear? Suit and tie. Yeah, or I did. Did you wear a I scale did. shirt? No, I. I wore, and... No, I wore suit and tie, and I was just like, "This is my big moment." Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. Wow. And uh, the, did you
4: practice the presentation?
2: Um. Or you just wear it? Well, no, 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 no. I had a power. I had the whole thing on PowerPoint, you know, and I was my had my computer plugged into their big video board, yeah. you know what I mean? And I was standing up there, you know. Uh, with, you the know, lead, what, with a laser, laser pointer yeah, yeah no I did I, no I was no, I true. was talking and, and I had all my illustrations come up in my charts as I was talking and um, it was it was pretty well done and uh, they were super interested and they were like we're gonna we're gonna hold on to this and we're gonna be talking about this but they didn't give me a purchase order so I couldn't get the purchase order yeah well, they said that it's just not there for, for us to commit to an order um, without, it's a, not without a finished product enough. yeah exactly yeah. so me and this company tried to come up with because like I didn't have the money, so me and this company tried to come up with um, some other ideas on how I could do it. They were gonna do a one shot mold. A one shot mold is like a really flimsy mold that will work like a couple times and then it's ruined, mm-hmm. okay? And that but then I could get an actual finished product. See, I needed a I needed a sleek looking actual product, the weight that it was supposed to be, because the prototype weighed twice as much as the prototype weighed yeah. like two hundred pounds and yeah. the actual an anchor. And the actual product we wanted to weigh a hundred pounds, okay? And so we couldn't yet prove it, it could roll, and we did, couldn't yet prove what it would perform like at 100 pounds, okay? Because in a boat that's small, its weight changes the calculations yep. of everything pretty much. So um, without proving that, I, I realized after that meeting that um, no one was going to invest or really be serious with it unless we had a finished product that could perform. Uh, so... I had to go back to the drawing boards and look at other options. So I start talking to more manufacturers. I was like, I didn't want to do the one-shot mold because they wanted, like, 30 grand for that. Ooh. Yeah, so I, I, I told um, – I used what I found – what I experienced with Bass Pro and the other company. I used that in my next sales pitches to manufacturers. So talking to all these manufacturers, I was doing just what I did with Bass Pro. I was trying to sell them on the idea and get somebody – to lower the price of the first mold to, like, something under $50,000. Because then I could take the cash I had, which was around twenty, and then use the credit cards that I also had ready to go, okay, and make up the difference. And I found the company that built that mold for me for, like, thirty five grand. Yeah. Now, that backfired because that company did it really, really cheap, but that mold never really, really worked well. Right. The boats that first year ended up having a lot of leaks and stuff uh, like no, that. Yeah, yeah, it was really bad, and, and they could not and they could not get it going. Yeah, um, so I ended up having to have somebody work on the mold and sort of redo it, make a lot of improvements, and um, they it, it improved a little bit, but still wasn't there. And then finally, a company in Texas took the mold. They're like, we know what we need to do to this mold, so I gave it to them. They fixed it. They made it so finally it was a there was a one year delay. I should have launched uh, early on in 2014. That's when my first YouTube video went viral. I ended up launching in 2015 with this company in Texas, who finally fixed the mold, and I was ready to go. So I was able to do it, but I did have to pay a price for it. I did it did hold me back a little bit right. uh, going going with the cheaper um, the cheaper person mm-hmm. a manufacturer uh, at first. But and also they were in Florida, and I was in New Jersey, and I kind of wanted to be in Florida. I knew that that was a place I could market the book really good because right. I, I, I knew I knew how to fish in Florida, yeah. And, um, and you knew where it would work in Florida. Yeah, yeah, knew. I knew I knew a lot of contacts down there. So um, I, I think everything happened. Everything happens for a reason. Yep. But I was able to uh, do that mold, and uh, once I started selling boats, I paid that mold off that very first year, and I went to the black. I paid off all my debt. And in, it, after the end of my first year selling the boats, um, I was in, I was in the black. I was good. Cool. Yeah. And then I was exactly. playing, playing with house money from that point on. Right. Yeah. But but yeah, but just to rewind a little bit, uh, working with that company, there was that day when I had the very first Ultras Gift come out of that mold, and uh, that was really really an awesome day. You know, oh, it was the, the first day I rolled it, first day I put it in the water, felt it. And that was when boom, right off the bat, I started making those videos. But then I started getting orders for the boats. Okay, after I made that first YouTube video went up, immediately people started buying. Now orders, was that just on your website, or like how did they come to you? I had the website when I launched that first video that went viral. I built a really just shoddy website on Weebly, and uh, and then people. Weebly wobbly. Yeah, people started calling me, calling me, and uh, you know saying, "Hey, I want one. I want one. How much? I want one." So I was like, oh, my God. I was like, all right, I'm going to make an order for 20 boats. I'm going to sell 20 boats, and that's it. So I took 20 orders really fast. So you guys are going to get the first Ultras gifts. I sold them really cheap. They were like $800 but I was like, but I can't ship them. I was like, if you want them, you got to drive to Florida. So I had 20 people. <laughs> Come yeah, so two of the people lived in Florida. Like six of the people lived in Texas. Uh, three of the people lived in Louisiana. Some people, lived. they all drove here from where they lived. Drove to Florida and picked them up from my house. Wow, that's how I sold. the yeah, first twenty one of those. Yeah. on your, your And apartment. are they
0: still using them to this day, or did they fall apart? Or uh, some did of they them buy uh, new ones.
2: Uh yeah, so, you know, most people, most of those people, um, ha- not all of them, but most of them have sold those those original holsters. And they were prototypes, pretty much. Um, the only so, leaks that they had were a couple of them ended up having a leak in, inside a compartment. Okay? okay, and that's really where we had the most problems with leaks. So it was never a, a leak that would. Boat. To this it day, was like a very cosmetic, uh, you know, yeah. little little tiny, tiny dot somewhere in a, in a compartment. It was, it was just like a
0: little annoyance.
2: Yeah, but I could not sell them. Yeah. If there was anything wrong with the boat, I could not right. sell it. there There's was quality just quality assurance. Yeah, they would give so, me a
4: can of Flex Seal
2: with uh, oh, every. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> I, I could not hear. <laughs> <do it. Yeah. laughs> yeah. So, but 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 I talked it out like this. I said I got twenty people with them. I'm going to look at it as um, uh, market research. Okay, and I will interview these people and get their opinion and review on the product. You know, every few months, and I'll use that in case I need to get a big loan in order to you know go to a, a SBA or go to a private investor. You know, so now I, I'm at that point that I wish I was when I went to Bass Pro, mm-hmm. that I have actually have a finished product, and now I have I have sold them and I have market research. So I, I kind of I turned what, what should have been a negative into. To me, I looked at it as a positive, but it all worked out, and um, luckily, I didn't need a loan, I didn't need an investor, I didn't need a partner. Um, I I just kept working. I was t- attending bar, you know, during all this time in Florida, and luckily, that once I once we were in full time production, I had a back order, you know, a huge log of people that wanted to buy them, and uh, I was able to hit the ground running right right in the, around July of 2015. And then from 15
0: to present day, where where are you at in production? Like,
2: what is the current state of UltraScale? and well, what is your current role now? Because your role has kind of changed. It's changed a lot, yeah. So I ran the business by myself at the at the at the at the height. I mean, I had one employee, you know, um, for a couple years, for two years, I had one employee, and we worked together. And then um, I realized that I needed to um, I needed to make it more profitable. And I didn't really need uh, his services he, because, and mainly due to technology, that I had better software, business software, that would make the accounting and everything else easier. And I was able to answer the phone wherever I was. So I, after the employee left, I was selling boats while fishing off the boat, um, and I was using. He was I, selling boats
0: while. Yeah, basically. basically basic
2: what happened, the employee would do the QuickBooks mm-hmm. desktop. Okay, that's yeah. this is basically the story. Okay. He was doing the QuickBooks desktop right. and answering the phone. And all of a sudden I was doing QuickBooks online from my phone and doing the Bluetooth and then while, you were while like, I was Wait fishing. A and so I could Why run... am I paying
0: this guy? Exactly,
2: exactly. So I just um, I went really hard. I was like, oh, I gotta let me make up you know, see how much money I can save, see how much money I can make doing this, you know? Um so, uh, so, that's it, because all my advertising was coming from social media, from viral activity. Which on. is awesome. Yeah. Like, you yeah. didn't, so you never once took out a print ad, um, Very small magazine. ones, uh, but they never did anything. I pay, like, $500 here year, so just, just to see what happens yeah, with of, them. Yeah, kind of but traditional advertising didn't bring me anything. Um, I ended up getting huge market penetration, and I had, and I ended up having, like, like when when people would tell me at trade shows, like uh, dealers would go to trade shows with the product, and they would all they would all tell me, they would say, "I think you have eighty percent market penetration already, like eighty percent." Just through like Instagram, just videos. through my, just through mainly uh, YouTube, yeah, mainly Reddit. Be honest with you, Reddit is what did it. Luckily, I met a guy who was a Reddit wizard early on. Okay, he made my first video. I owe him a lot. I actually do. We should find him. No, no, I, I actually hang out with the guy. All oh, the okay. yeah, yeah. He's, he's <laughs> super awesome. Um, so he knew how to push all the right buttons on Reddit? He, yeah, he, he was into he was into the... I had no idea what Reddit was. I met this guy fishing. I met, him, I met him. Reddit should be called rabbit hole.
0: Because that's what it is. When you go on Reddit, it's like a rabbit hole,
2: man. Oh, you
0: yeah. go on three threads and allegiance lead other but threads. the power man. of social media is oh, very strong. It's very
2: strong. Stronger yeah. than ever. Yeah. And you
0: are living proof, my friend.
2: Yeah, and I had no idea where Reddit was, but uh, this guy said, "Hey, I want to I want to post a YouTube video on Reddit." Boom, that's the first thing. That's the, in two thousand fourteen. That was the first one. How the first one went, went viral, and then each time I posted a video, he would kind of help it by posting it on on, on Reddit threads. Uh, it only took him a minute, but God, did that help me? And then and then in two thousand sixteen, uh, he organized an AMA. He was like, "You know what, Jeff? There's a lot of people on Reddit who love your videos and want to." wanted to ask you questions, and that that AMA really because I each year would have a new video. So, and what's an AMA? Uh, it's to ask me anything on Reddit. It's okay. where like uh, people who you know have a little bit of uh, you know curiosity. So, and, well, see, so, you know if they have a little bit of celebrity or the reputation out there, then um, they they go on to Reddit and basically. Uh, you know, inv- invites go out and say, "Hey, this guy from this company is doing an AMA." So, is there's any questions you want to it's ask, it's like a press conference. It's like a press conference, God. pretty much. And um, yeah, the AMA was awesome. It was really cool, and that provided us a huge boost for the two thousand sixteen marketing campaign. And um, it was exciting. It was it was really exciting. Uh, but I started getting burnout, and um, I came to a point where I need even needed to go back to um, the employee, okay? Cuz I just that that year <laughs> <box>. yeah, that <laughs> that year box. That year me doing it by myself really burned me out. It, it really did, you know. I did make more money, but it did burn me out. And I was like oh, I also need to pour a bunch of money back into the business and you know, at the time, I, I had saved up like you know not the nice money, didn't that I, get, yeah, so not a lot of money, but you know good you know, chunk, right? chunk over, over hundred grand. You know that 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 was like you know your yeah. your profit. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and um, I was like, okay, well, I either need to put all of this profit plus whatever funds just were in the company's budget, which was around another hundred thousand. But you know, you need I need to put all this money back into the business. Mm-hmm. I really did. I need to hire somebody. You know, I, I need to hire somebody with an MBA who can really, because I'm like a kind of a blue collar, really crafty, you know what I mean? But I, I, what happened, and I tell people a lot, as it went on, as it got more successful, as I made more money, I started losing my appetite for risk, okay? I did you had to because you gained something. I gained my first time in my life. I gained something. I, I gained. It. Yep. I didn't want to lose
3: it. and, and I you have know a... how hard it worked to get that gain. Yeah, so and I, I was like, oh, I don't want to lose it. Exactly. I want to build it, but I don't
2: want to lose what I have. Exactly. Now, nope. now I have a. I started having a lot of competition pop up. Okay. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. You're kidding me? Yeah. Overseas and in the U.S., companies were copying me and changing. Because you were going to trade shows and basically you were. You were publicly displaying.
0: Your, yeah, your, your I design don't. And,
2: I can't tell the whole story, but somebody yeah, who so, somebody who, knew, somebody who was fact, somebody who I knew personally, who followed me in the very beginning stages and tested it out in the very beginning stages, ended up copying me. Yeah, oh, I think I, but yeah. I know for a fact though that there are people that walk around,
0: especially people from overseas and stuff. They come to these trade shows specific trade shows in certain yeah. industries and they walk around yeah. and they just so they China take, they take China there's a they Chinese ultra ultra doing, skip,
3: they and and go back all those terms here your intellectual yeah, yeah. property being stolen there is it's on no, every level it's my story yeah, it's, it literally
2: and, and it was it, it was really scary because I wasn't I'm not I was never big enough really to fight yeah in court against any of these people and um, they probably knew that and they knew that, yeah. and they and they used it as they were leverage. Like, let just rip this guy off. Exactly, yeah. and uh, the bet, but they, they couldn't compete with me. I had a better design, like the stuff that they couldn't do, made my product superior, and my marketing was always superior. So I was always able to outsell them, but they were able to undersell me by lowering their price. So like the knockoff one is a, has always been um, a third less than us. They sell for a thousand, we sell for fifteen hundred. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but that's the only way that they can sell any. But still, it's a th- it's been a th- it was a thorn in my side. Imagine that somebody yeah. somebody's selling a cheap knockoff of your product, way cheaper than you, and you got to deal with that. It, yep. it, it, it was a lot of stress. It Should really have called was. Forfeit
4: podcast. We would have rolled up with a couple of metal baseball bats. That would have been the only uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Only
2: if
3: we were on the only one that could have it.
2: <laughs> but no, that that that's stunk. It didn't really um, you know affect sales too much, but. Still, it was it was frustrating. But anyway, I st- the, the better the better it got, the more I started losing my appetite for risk. You know what I mean? And um, I didn't know how big the market really was, and I knew that it kind of needed an, another injection of cash, maybe like um, more iterations on the product. It Needed to improve things, mm-hmm. add things, um, try marketing in different ways. And I, I was getting uh, you know close to that that that. It's been close to nine, maybe ten years now since I first had the idea, and um, I don't know. It was just I just felt like uh, it's time to let some of the load off. So, so I sold a portion of the business um, to my manufacturer. Okay. Yeah, I had another in offer Texas. In Texas, the, Texas the same people, and yeah. we're like family. We're super close. So, but the, what, what sparked it off was uh, last year, first uh, early last year, I had an offer from a different company, a cooler company. And then I went uh, to my manufacturer and I told them, I said, listen, I think I'm going to sell. I was going to sell the whole thing to this cooler company. I was like, I think, I think I'm going to sell. And uh, they are like, wow. They are like, well, give us the right of first refusal and see if we can uh, match or beat their offer. And I was like, well, I can't give you first refusal, but if you beat their offer by a good amount, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll go. You know, I told, talk I told them. them. <laughs> I was like, it's unfair for me to just yeah. give me first refusal. Yeah. And um, uh, they beat it by a little bit. Uh, but that was enough, and uh, I was happy with it. And um, you know, I'm, well,
0: plus you know it's going in. Yeah,
2: great so hands. I'm still I'm still a part of it though. Right. Okay. And, and, exactly and that's, that's what so Are gonna, you still yeah ownership role yeah. with the company? Well, okay. yeah, I, I'm I'm the sec- the, I'm the second biggest owner now. But okay. I own twenty percent. Um, so I'm still the face of the product, and that's what they wanted to keep me as. Now, even the cooler company was going to still uh, pay me a salary for, to be the face of the product, but I wouldn't have, have had ownership. Right, But with the deal I had with the manufacturer, I was, I was able to remain the face of the product and have uh, partial ownership of the, of the Which business. Which is huge. Which is huge, yeah. It made, a, it made a huge difference.
0: It makes all your work and all that grit and grime and risk and stress and ups and downs still feel like, you know what, I'm still... It, it pays off. Exactly, still, exactly.
2: Know. Yeah. So, it's tough when, um, <clears throat> it, you know, if you're making a small product, You could take that risk, and you can, uh, you know, put another quarter million dollars into maybe trying to manufacture it yourself, okay, or whatever you're gonna do. But from my standpoint, manufacturing a boat, it would take millions for me Mm -hmm. to ever actually own the means of production. Right. So I would always be be withholding to. Uh, somebody else and, that, and because of all the problems I would have uh, not only with manufacturing but with uh, logistics distribution and, the distribution and, distribution and all that channels. and trying to work through um, another company that I have no control over and I don't you know what I mean and no, I, I, it, 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 I I had there were so many you know little problems along the way that uh, everything put together made this made it the right decision it
0: sounds like yeah. for every problem or obstacle that you came across you met you either met really good people along the way to help you out, I really and did. it was like a it was like a constant scale of like checks and balances and good, goods and you know good and bad. With every bad thing, there was like you know two good things that happened, and then vice versa. But at the end, it it came out completely even, or just even in your favor. You know, obviously because the- you're doing you're doing great now and. And, uh, you know, we, we're we all proud supporters of the Ultra Skiff. And, Thank you. You Thank know, you. and I think, like, there's a lot of morals to this story that you just told, you know, for people who listen to this podcast who are on the fence of, you know, being an entrepreneur or they're not sure or they're scared or, you know, I think that you, you know, this story is, is living proof that, hey, man, just, you know, it's okay to take a risk. You know, there's still good people in this country and in this world that will, are willing to help, and and uh,
2: you know I think that's that's reassuring for a lot of people. When you have an idea, it's not like uh, you know. The, even, I can't boo this story. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> we can't boo the story. A lot of people want to open up businesses, but you have to go all in. on them. Like you're gonna oh I want to open up a restaurant. What and do? you
0: have to understand that you that's go- gonna
2: be your life got to go yeah you got yeah. you got to go all in financially right off the bat when you have an endeavor like that but when you have an idea you could take it in small steps you know and and see if it starts leapfrogging off each one of these lily pads as you go along and that's how you have to take it you can't get discouraged you have to go step by step that was that was the way I was able to do it and, and, and get to where I where I am now was that each small step you're only risking a little bit and if it right. falls apart on any of those steps oh well, I okay. then do something else or you no, know, start over. So it was really Well, you learn a-
0: from that mistake and approach it a different way. Exactly. And you don't give exactly. up on it.
4: Exactly. Do you still have the affinity to like think up more, like another idea? Like you're out there fishing and you're like, ah, that's
0: – I
2: have an idea. The omega, skiff. I have, that's I have what what an idea do. of what I, what I want to do next. Okay. Yeah, and it's, it has nothing to do with fishing. It's, uh, it's actually a, uh, a game, a video game um, that I. An idea that I have, yeah, I mean, totally outside I, of the apps, outside I, of what uh, what, I, what I what I actually. I don't even play video games, but I have an idea that I think is gonna like.
0: But that might be good. Idea. Someone who doesn't a total outsider. And, and yeah, just one question I, I want to ask you because yeah.
4: we, we got into the whole ultra sea thing. Where was your love? Like, where did you start fishing? What was your uh, like that was guy, your?
0: This guy was the he was the fisherman out of the group. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was
2: like the the town fisher kid. Okay. Okay. And, uh, yeah, growing up, uh, that's all we did was uh, was catch sunnies and bass. And catfish. And ca- and, oh my God, catfish. Yeah, I used to. So oh it's amazing,
4: God. this this love, this idea that you came from, came from a love of what
2: you did growing up. It was, yep, you know. it did. And, and part of it was music too because uh, I always had this urge that I wanted to make money off creating something and I always thought it was going to be a song. Okay. Yeah, no, like, I mean, I, it's I a always theme thought theme. that and because I wanted to leave something like in the world. I wanted to like after I would die one day that there would be something left over, right? That I made that didn't die, okay? Yeah. And I always that's one of the one of the, like the things inside me when I was in my twenties, like oh, I want to write a, a song that gets famous, you know? And I could always say that I had this song, but. The ultra skiff ended up being that song. You know what I mean? That hey, I created something. One day I'll die. There's still gonna be ultra the first skiffs the around. Yeah. Right. There's always right. a B side and, and still you've got about you got about up. five thousand videos of you on on the internet that I bet you never gonna
0: go anywhere. I
2: bet I bet, bet you yeah, they'll still be around. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's kinda cool. Make sure you plug right. that too. That's great, what, man. What's your uh yeah what's
0: your what, YouTube yeah, how do we get a hold of you if 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 our listeners wanna buy an ultra skiff or talk to you or ask any questions or Find out any more information. Absolutely where do they go?
2: Well, our website is ultraskiff.com, and it's uh, it's pretty expansive when it comes to the videos. There's like a hundred videos on it, and uh, there's freshwater videos, saltwater videos, videos about all the accessories you can do, and um, videos uh, just showing. Uh, we call them performance videos. Where it just uh, kind of demonstrates the boat being used in different ways and purposes to answer people's questions. And that's the one thing that the boat. Um, when you first see it, you have a lot of questions. You're know, like. And, and they all stem from the core question, which is, well, if this is a good idea, you know, I haven't seen it before. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you, everyone has a ton of skepticism when they first see it. So the website has to be very informative and really answer all everyone's questions right. in order to get them to calm down a little bit. This no, is no, real. No, no, this, is, no. this thing works. <laughs> it's okay. Like well, Everyone yeah. that
0: I've ever s- shown it to, they're like, damn. Like to Bill's point, view, it's like, Man, it's one of those ideas It's like, I would have thought this would have been thought of, like, years ago. Yeah. And, um, but everyone's, you know, everyone loves the idea and thinks that it's, like, really cool, man. So, hats off to you. No, that's, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. so, it's great. And, so and sharing... Thanks again for being here yeah, and telling mass, the story. Cause, totally fun. You know, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people have never heard the story. And us, you know, being close friends, we never really got the true, you know the true real deal down and dirty details of it. You know, I mean, you'd come into town for fantasy and it would be, you know, it would be, it would be, there would be so many things you going on. You can't tell out. the book we you're writing real, as yeah. you're writing it. So exactly. Like we're
3: still, you're still, you're living it, so there's no, Yeah I mean, you would talk to us, but I think you would, you would give us updates here and there. Without, but, without going back into it too much. I I'll, think. I'll
2: tell you, I'll tell you this though, just to let you know, that, like, um man, I am a totally different person now. I am back to the person That I was, in my twenties, like like in my, you've come full circle. I feel so good. Why do you think that is, Jeff? Um, I think it's just the 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 business running the business was like a big weight that I would carry around twenty four seven. It's funny you say that because that's what I took out of your story when you said the moral whatever
3: earlier. I think for me what I gather, and I think our listeners should gather too. Is knowing your limitations.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I, and I, yeah. coming
3: to face them to where you're not letting your confidence or your ego, your, your ego to succeed, overtake what you really can and can't do at pivotal points along the way. And I think it could have been easy for you to be like, I made it this far. I'm gonna, you know, like you said, w- when you were overwhelmed, well, I'll, I'll hire more people, but I can still do. But that would have made you have to manage more people. So, anything you do still adds weight to your shoulders when you realize I'm at a point. I let other people come and do what they can do. I'm still involved in the capacity I want to be involved
2: in. Exactly. And exactly. That puts and us. and, and what, what would make me happy? Like, okay, what's the end game? How does this end where I'm happy? Right? Mm-hmm. And I looked at the financials and I looked at my responsibilities and I'm like, and I look at you know, every, all the other, like, the, the intangibles, like I said, of, of being known for creating something. And I was like, yeah, I'm happy right here. I'm like, this, this is good. I'll, I'll take it's this exit. Feeling, yeah. This is, I, you know what? I'm cashing out a winner. And my whole life... When it comes, especially when it comes to games, no, no, I know. <laughs> or <Okay. laughs> yeah. fantasy football. Honestly, I am the perpetual loser. I know. It it's it's like stuff. the mush, but it's I like... I am, yeah. Like, Bart, I can't so play poker without losing. Yeah. I know, but you've got marks there. But this was my time to walk away from a table. And
3: that's what you did. You were yeah, smart, and I think it's like... like, like, like you got there. it. And it's nice to hear that you didn't... Not that it's wrong to 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 change goals or aspirations, but you set out with wanting a goal have the freedom that you had being younger you saw it right there and you took it as opposed to saying well in five more years i could have be this elevated financially and this and that and the other but again would that have cost you the ability to go back to feeling the way you want to feel so that's it's definitely one of those things to where it's you know it's like seems surreal because it's like you know like leaving last year at the draft with jesse thompson when he brought it up had no idea that you were the creator. That of was mine. crazy. That was fucking crazy. He's like, wait, what? We brought up about how he must bought a boat you can drive yourself. It's like a circle. It's like whatever And saying. we all looked over at you <laughs> and, and we were like, like yeah, that's the funny guy. Funny you <laughs> mention <Andrew. laughs> yeah, like, like, that. Yeah. You're was just, sitting two seats away from the guy. <laughs> and he, he had no created. idea about it. Like, he had wasn't like, he just commented. When we were drafted, like, yeah, I bought this boat. And I got to know who we were talking to. And it was just like, I hear him talking. I was like was it called the ultra skip? He's like, yeah, you fuck. It was, was like, uh, yeah. And, but it just, I think that goes to your point. It's whether it's Reddit, YouTube, it, it just, you got the word out. I did. You got the word out. And it, it made it to a lot of circles that like, you can't really fathom when it's happening. You just kind of, it goes. And, you know, it, it's, I, I really think, you know, we, we say, you know, not kidding in any way that like your, your success story that you decided I'm not, you know, this is what I want. You know, there's there, there's ways to go about it, and and you did it. Like you just, you know, I'm sure it wasn't easy some nights when you're lying in bed. Like,
2: Oh, well, yes. I'll tell you what, <laughs> no, man, I'll tell you what. Um, I lived off of hope and optimism, and and also and and also, you know, coming to terms uh, that that it may not happen. But but man, I I'll be honest with you, man, it was it was rough. Like it that's gotta be a roller coaster it was a lot of yeah it was because there'd be emotional, successes and a nod and this yeah. and it's just oh, like it, it was it, a roller coaster man you know what I mean it, it, it is it, it really was it, nah, it really and, was I'm and, not gonna lie I it mean, it's goes, not over so. yet it's just you know your
3: role's different to where you don't have to spearhead as much so I mean you're obviously still involved with things oh, I can't you? wait for the next year
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah no no me too I, I should have worked on it a lot more this year but I'm trying to stay involved with the ultra scare no, right. and I'm you know, just and uh, and uh, you know, trying to um, you know prove my are you going to uh, go to health code, and well being?
3: Are you going to go to Code Ninjas so you can code your own video game now? No, <laughs> it, I don't think I, I'll be able to. Do I wanted that. to go there, but you, there's an age limit, by the way. I wanted to go with my niece, and you can't
2: be over like 14. I'm, I'm trying to make this. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm trying to make this a quick flip, like I did with the Ultra Skiff, where I could just make a really good presentation and maybe just try to sell it. Yeah, that's what I'm going to try to do with this. I'm not going to actually try to make the video game. But I think if I can get in, um, you know, just get something fly filed. fly to, t- to Nintendo headquarters. Uh, konnichiwa. Konnichiwa, <laughs> yeah. I, I, konnichiwa I, put, bitches. I think it's going to be a pretty cool pitch. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm not going to invest too much into, the, in, 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 into this initially. But I think I can put a really good presentation together, just the, the basics of it, and, and explain it well. And with the rise in esports, I think, uh, I, oh think I, I think, it ha- I think I have a chance to, to just kind of pedal it off really quick. It's new. It's it's, it's, it's the growth. The oh, so 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 whole the thing, thing is Be- exploding. Companies don't take you seriously, like when you have ideas. Trust me, I learned that. You know, what I mean, like you really have to work hard to get in front of them. Next. But I think that being, uh, being the guy who created the Ultra Skiff, I think that now you I can, can use that. You haven't used have, that. Jeff, yeah, you have right. one word now. You have some cachet. Yeah, um, yeah, so I have experience, and I have, I have a little. Uh, You're not some marmalute that just walked Exactly, exactly. exactly. Just like that, yeah. You know, and that's and that's true. It's like so I think that's going to help uh, on my next entrepreneurial endeavor. Well, if I if I get that, far. Good luck to
3: you, brother. We can only yeah, hope to see you. it sooner and later.
2: But you know, uh, that
0: was so that so with all that being said, um, I'm still going to beat your ass in fantasy. Oh, Hopefully, okay. yeah.
2: Well, do, you was, any, so... do you
0: have any? Do you have any? Do you have any preconceived? Fantasy predictions
2: you can give us? You know, back in the day, just man, in general, you know, not how, just the how, much, how much crap I would talk back in the day. Yeah, it's I got nothing now. No, I'm so beat down. <laughs> lizard, trust me, the lizard trust brothers me. are yeah. Trust me, we are so beat down. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different world now, man. The skin That's, is so leather. Yeah, like just yeah, don't yeah even I, feel I it. exactly. I'm, I'm like a lizard that just goes out in the, <laughs> <into> the <laughs> desert, right? And just. I can sit there in the sun all day and then just crawl back into the hole like nothing. There have
3: been talks like, in the in, in 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 circles of the BFFL league, what it would do to the league if Elysio were crown champion.
2: Could that, would that be, be huge. Could that I, be an
3: infusion? M- me personally, I I want to see it. Yeah, it should happen. It's a shame that it hasn't. I think the goal eventually Less- is, is it, when the league would officially end when everybody won a championship. Yeah, that would be the way I say we call it. Wow. Mm. So nah, you want to know. be like
4: 60 and still
3: be. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, but that's no, why I'll have 15. Me. Or we'll
2: have 26. Yeah. <laughs> Those yeah. will still have zero. Yeah. Oh, hope not. No, listen, as it becomes so more ceremonial in Secret Society as we grow older, this thing. I I'm, think we already said too much about this. Actually. I know, like we did. I know. I know. So but as, as, listen, as the league evolves, I'm telling you, it's less and less about, about the. Actually, the By winning – G- Yeah, and – The more, draft day becomes a spectacle. The draft spectacle. day is spectacle. such a – Yeah, it's such a spectacle. Like, yeah, I, I
3: really feel like it's yeah. – It's an all-day – It's an event. It's, it's truly, an event. It's not like – made that clear to people, like, I've the different people I've come across, it's like, oh, yeah. winter draft. It's like, no, this isn't an
2: event. A draft is, like, usually – I just hope I days. win – before any of the other people who hasn't won yet win, that's all. That's a, that's that's my challenge. Goal.
0: Challenge accepted, my friend. Yeah, I, I, I want to be the next I one to close, win. Came close two years in a row, couldn't get over the hump. Yeah, close counts I, I understand. <laughs> that. Uh, so, real quick, um, we have the, in in past episodes we've kind of chunked out the Eagles schedule okay. in predictions mm, whether like they're going to win or lose. Yep. Uh, we have the last we have the last four. We have the last four to go, okay. Yeah. And I'm glad you're here to to. I would love to, to comment on. This. Okay, so um, we have they're all division division games, so uh, we are we left off uh, with Eagles Dolphins leading us into Giants at Eagles. This is week this is
2: thirteen. It's That's a uh, that sounds like a win. To me. Giants late in the season, the Eagles just always pull out those divisional games. By
4: then, you won't know if Eli is going to be playing or not. It might be a rookie quarterback in there.
2: Fresh meat. Carson healthy. I have Eagles play. win. Yeah. I, I feel great. like
0: if everything if everything builds up the way that we're hoping it is. We are just. This isn't even a discussion. We are, Eagles win that
3: game. By we game are building. Next game. We are building steam. <laughs> like this game's not even a discussion. So then
0: we lead into Eagles at Redskins.
3: So
2: another win. Yeah, I mean, based on the uh, Redskins and uh, you know, how good they they look so far, I'm gonna have to say it's an Eagles win. No offensive it's a tackle game. They usually play good, in Washington. The play good in Washington. Quarterback. It's a short ride
4: from the
0: lake. Who knows who's gonna
2: be a quarterback at that point for them too, right? It's a short, easy ride. I have the them lake. as a win, Bill. It's a win. Yeah, I mean that's around Thanksgiving, right? I mean that's a it's win. after Thanksgiving. It's, it's after
0: students. it's the fifteenth of
2: December. So, yeah, that's a win.
0: Leading into Christmas week. Yeah. Eagles yeah. always played
2: gangbusters in December.
0: Yeah. It's a win. Then it's we're back home against the Cowboys.
4: Well, well I said we'd split with the Cowboys. So if I had them before winning, we lose this one. If we had them.
3: We had them losing in Dallas. So would, then, then would they would win this one. I think
0: they win this we one. We actually had them winning at Dallas. All right.
4: Well, I, well, I would say they split, but. They probably
3: do. The Cowboys so have you, them, you have a loss, Bill? I, it, 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 I'm it, feeling it, a loss. I can't even be feeling a loss. I, I right? can't do this game because I don't know where i yeah, are going to be. They're got to lose.
0: Are we resting Carson at this point? That's what I mean. If everything plays out the way that we planned it,
3: we're gonna be gearing up for the postseason at this point, so I don't know if this game. Really a lot matters. of starters sit. We still got one game left, but again, this could be a violent game with their defense. Like if the, they're if not gonna sit, guys, the second to last game. We did when we were McNabb like, Super Bowl year. They didn't play the last two because we were thirteen and one, and we finished thirteen and three. Well, how did that work out for us? We lost. Okay.
0: I think we so, lose.
3: They beat us at home. I think we lose that game. They made us, I mean, last, I think we they made us last year at home. Now that was with Nate Sudfeld starting. I think we like lose four, that game. Four degrees. Yeah. That game? Oh my God! Wasn't Jesse there?
0: And then we end. The, <laughs> then we end the year with uh,
3: Eagles at Giants. And That's a win. I think that's a win as well. We could win that game with McCown. However, to this.
4: Bill's point, if it's a and if we're seven
3: people, these could all be losses. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know.
4: That that last game could be a toss up.
3: I believe that playing. that that when that game that means nothing, and we're starting the McCown so in take, that game. So pick one or the other. It's a win either it's way. Win. win? They're they're no good. McCown can beat them. Friday night game.
0: So overall we
3: projected a 12 and 4 season. No, that's... we did not project that. Yeah, John at <laughs> like 8 and 8 I think.
4: Nah, they're 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 a 10 win team.
3: I'm going to go a little ahead above they're that. Ten I ten think ten they're ten. 11 and 5 minimum. I agree, with Bill. 11, I, five. I 11 and 5. If everyone stays healthy, if everyone stays healthy, I think 11 5 is definitely where they're I think even 12, I think health 12 and 4, I think 11 and 5 we lose like we lose like like, like a player or two that's like oh shit, Alshon's out, right. oh, Earth's is out. This is a really good team, and I know there's a lot of good teams in the NFL as well, but if you look at this team like top to bottom, and I don't want to go any more of a rabbit hole, like, we're a good team this year. Like, we need to win football games. Like,
4: we're a good football team, but we got to hit the ground running now that we're not playing preseason and get a lot of reps and practice, Blah blah, 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 blah. Let's come out gangbusters and start playing. Let's not start this this
3: season out, you know, one and two. I agree. Right, game yeah. count as much in September as they do in because December. Absolutely. To our earlier
4: point, the boo, board, the boo Birds the going to are oh. Gonna be out. Oh, oh, yeah. Because,
3: like I said, like I,
4: I, still think Carson and the first teamers could have played a series in any of the preseason games.
3: Right. He's not above it. I, I'm, I'm, I just I'm disappointed. That... I'm disappointed he couldn't get out there. And if it, the fear is what anything can happen, well, if yeah. anything can happen, welcome exactly. to the stadium. What about um,
2: change it up real quick? I'm just really curious. If you guys have to pick one team in the NFL to win the Super Bowl this year, where would you put your money right now? <coughs> what do you guys think? Saints. That's what I was... That's mine. Saints. Wow. They, they actually, if not, so If they're crazy. not pissed off... That was mine.
4: If, if, if what happened last year doesn't feel did exactly. inferno
0: of a fire. And that, Sean
4: Payton's not like a... a
2: I think we'll see. I think he's, I think yeah. I
4: think Breeze wants to
2: retire with a long with top a, with yeah. a Super Bowl win. Yeah. If I'm going to put money right now, right now, who do you think's not gonna win? Don't say it.
3: Don't
4: say it. No the odds Patriots. involved.
3: Patriots. Okay. Gronk's yeah. gonna come back. No, he's yes, he is. You wanna make that bet right, right now?
0: Shot in a beer. Sean, I'll take that bet. Shot in a beer, gentlemen's bet. They are shaking hands right now. That's that's not happening. And that's going down at the Golden you Nugget. You saw him on t- on TV like boosting he's, that CBD shit oh, yeah. and
4: how. You
0: know, Matt, you can feel four drug tests and not get suspended.
3: I, I agree with John. I think it's the Saints. You think Saints too? Wow! I I no, no, actually, because uh, when I told Dom that, he was so Saints, surprised. Saints don't win mean, win that division this year. They're taking a step back. Drew hmm. Brees is not going to be as good as people think he's going to be this I, year. I mean, that could okay. Be. The last three years, with the stats. The last three years, he's gone down in attempts by 150 a year. He's got that arm. Like they're going to be more of that Tatum shit throughout the year. You must have been the same
4: guy that made the ESPN rankings where Tom Brady's like 23rd.
3: For what? 23rd? For fantasy. Fantasy, he's, 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 he's not a top 12 quarterback. He's a backup. But they're going to run the shit out of the I don't want to give,
4: it, don't wanna give any fantasy football stuff away.
3: All right, please take him like the fourth round. Please, John. Uh, I, I want to be right behind you. I want this. I
0: want this. Fuck you. <laughs> what did you think? Well, I said Saints. Oh, I said Saints. Yeah. Saints, Saints, um, Saints. Saints your I, think it's a, I think it's a good place to, to stop tonight, gentlemen. Any uh, final thoughts? Jeff, thank you Jake. again for being here and telling yeah. the story of the
2: Ultra Skiff. I'm so happy that I. Uh could have came on this, and I hope that I can do it again. We want to do Absolutely. it again. We
3: would love to come down to you and like on location. Yep. That would be great. Let's Every do this podcast on, on Ultra skip. We could four people fit? No. Oh, yeah, we could all sit. Or there. we could so we tie, tie them together, together. together. We'll tie,
0: like, yeah. four we'll we'll ultra we'll 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 five We'll be five in Miami for the Eagles together. game,
3: so, I mean, yeah. we'll
0: be in Miami. Absolutely. One more final mention. We are now available on Stitcher as well as Spotify. What the fuck is Stitcher, by the way? Stitcher is an online podcast platform it's uh I would, it's What's highly it? popular yeah uh we're still waiting approval from apple to be on oh, apple podcast it, apple. but we'll Let's see come on that's not gonna help. get off your ass that's, Apple. that's not that's not gonna help us in the uh, in
3: the decision tree but oh sorry we love your. we boys. have we a little we we we're
0: using a macbook yeah <laughs> we have
3: a logo in the works so yeah. don't worry apple exactly it's <laughs> coming. It's have, coming. we multiple. have multiple yes
0: jesus and i promise i will submit our artwork the proper pixels and, <laughs> and resolution and all of that um but and also in the meantime you can find us on the social social interwebs at forfitpod. that's forfeit with a u f-o-u-r-e-i-t pod you can email us at forfeitpod at gmail.com tell us how much you love ultra Skips. tell us how much we suck or whatever and uh yeah thanks for listening thanks again jeff and uh go birds